again at In Your Head Wrestling Radio. I am the internet icon, the pride of the pilgrims, the most honest man in all of podcasting, handsome Jackie Jones. Oh, man, along with my right-hand man, my audio soulmate, and the enforcer of the Headyverse. One-inch biceps, the power goat. Whoa! I'm the man who tells you what to do. I'm the boss, baby. How about that? Huh? You sweet. It's a special night interest. Night only comes once a year. Once a year. And this year is the first ever Hedy's on video. That's true. We should have got one of those uh, Brian Danovich gimmicks. We've never done it on video before. We haven't done it on yeah. video yet, in sure. Yes, uh, the Headies has only been exclusive to audio until tonight. Until right now. Mm-hmm. Due to the COVID situation, we couldn't take it on the road. That's right. We had to just stay. Sorry put. to the prince. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he doesn't dismember us or any members of the Headyverse. That would be bad times. Bad times. Weird. It's a weird world. Last year, last year doing the headies, we thought that was the worst thing that could happen. Someone getting dismembered. For sure. Now you almost look back fondly. And now not the right word, but it's you know, it's simpler times. And now the prince, he's 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 decided to get into video games. He's like one of the major shareholders of Neo Geo. 
like mm. that, that arcade. How do you feel shit. about this? Are you like, uh, are you, do you think he's like trying to encroach in, uh, creep into your territory? You're like, what do you think it Prince? I'm the, yeah. I'm, I'm the big, uh, kahuna here. I think he's probably invested more money than I ever have. So <laughs> I would say, okay, whatever he can now, have is, at it. When we, when he had the Royal rumble, the bit, well, the biggest rumble of all time, uh-huh. the greatest rumble. He was like, give me Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior. Do you think he's like that with video games? It's like, you've got to bring me Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Bring me Pac-Man. You see, the only thing for Neo Geo that would be the equivalent of like Donkey Kong would probably be like some of their fighting games. So I, I don't know. He, he's he's, he's going to have a hard time getting the Donkey Kong into it. Maybe maybe they'll try to negotiate with Nintendo, see if they can get him an art of fighting or something because... They had some Neo Geo characters in Super Smash Brothers. You never know, Jack. You never know. Donkey Kong. I doubt it, though. Nintendo doesn't loan their characters out very much. So, so I'm all, all spiffed up here. I didn't shave for a while. I'm kind of scruffy. But uh-huh. got the duds on. Got my tuxedo on with the Hulk Hogan shirt. Tuxedo. I think it works. It works. You know what I noticed? Yes, sir. Uh, since losing weight, you know, I expect to close the, f- the not uh, fit, obviously. Yeah. But my hats no longer fit. Fitted hats are much too big. So I had some fancy lids. Oh, really? Way too big. I put them on. They like over my eyes, over my ears. Well, you have cut your hair too. So you did lose your hair. So that could add to it. Yeah. But you know, like, like to put on like a fancy lid and it, it just kind of rolled, it like hit the top of my head and then it was like a bowl, like kind of, I was like, I can't. So I've got this uh-huh. very fancy uh, uh, top hat on. The only thing I've really noticed is like, I like to sit my cell phone like right here. And like, I used to do that. Like I'd rest it on my belly, but now it just slides down if I'm just oh, wearing man. like a t-shirt. So. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you can get like an implant. No, I don't want to get an implant. This ain't like cyberpunk. <laughs> like a pho- like a phone implant. Like no, a, no, no. Like a charger want... built into it. Yeah, that that wouldn't be good. I wouldn't want anything like that in me. No. Yeah. Hmm. I'll get in you. In your soul, in your mind, enter. Get out get your head out of the gutter, boy. What if you gotta service it, you know? Like you'd have to cut yourself open and then oh. like You'd have to, you know, fix the device or get a new one. That doesn't sound like fun times. True, true. Jason Mitten, he's saying in the chat room, big event, and it doesn't get any bigger than the Headies. We are rocking here at the Headies. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. Oh, you're using the Juggalo thing. The whoop, I, want, whoop. I really should have got a, uh, what do you call those? The Danovich. The, the Blowhorn? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have anything like that, or like the the thing with the that shoots out whenever you blow into it. The, exactly. You know, I know there's several jokes that could be made by what I just said, but you know what I'm talking about—the party thing. That totally, goes, did you get there? Yeah. Lexar says, "Nice tuxedo, Jack. Where is Inchers?" To be fair, I didn't. I didn't uh, let him know that it was it was a dress code code tonight. I was not informed of no dress code. I mean, I could probably blow some of the dust off one of my jackets in my closet there and put that on, but it's fine. 
Does this kind of turn out like when we tried to dress up for USA and uh, for you? Oh, when I just grabbed my jacket, like out a of Kellogg's my... jacket or something. Yeah, my Kellogg's jacket. I like. I'm surprised that thing still fits me because I, I I had that when I was in the fourth grade and I wore it once because a kid said he got that out of a cereal box and I just said I'm never wearing this again. Oh man, that's which it fuck. wasn't. Fuck that kid. It wasn't like you just took it out of the cereal box. You had to mail away. For right, it. right. You had to work for it. Yeah. Proof uh, of purchases. Do they still do that anymore? Like uh, you collect, uh, well, I don't even know people. I doubt it because now if you buy something, it's like you got to want to keep it in the box. Mm-hmm. You don't want to cut out the proof of purchase. People are like, whoa, buddy. You crazy? Well, this is like a cereal box or something. I mean, like, that's not like collectible, like something you're just. Unless it's a bootios. Bootios. That's a collectible box. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I should I have a bootios box. I should put it on the shelf. Oh. We're going to get to these headies. I have a question for the heady verse here. By the way, if you listen to this show live or if you listen live you're you're obviously on youtube but mm-hmm. if you listen to it on the archives on the um if you listen to it in the archives on youtube or if you listen to the archives on the audio on on the podcast version on iheart radio we're in iheart radio now and you iheart radio we are. All, yeah all these places Excellent. live on tuesday nights come on over iytrusting.com slash live they'll bring you right there or find iytrusting on youtube and we're live. You can join in, and there's an interactive chat room. It's fun for the whole family. Excellent. And then, going uh, up. Uh, uh, subscribe and hit that little bell icon intro. Not the internet icon, but the bell icon, and you'll get notifications mm-hmm. every time we go mm-hmm. on. There you go. Excellent. So, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was just saying excellent. All right, so what do you think? Should we start off with the wrestling side of the headies or should we start off with the in your head side? Hmm. I think the in your head side is probably the main event for the listeners, isn't it? I agree. So we'll yeah. start for last. That's what I think. All right. Here we go. Let's go on down. The annual headies. These were a lot. These are a lot easier to figure out now since I started doing with on the Google. Mm-hmm. Just a word of advice. Even though I know when I say it, it's just gonna, it's gonna, the trolls are gonna like, oh, I'm gonna do even more. But please, when you do have the headies, don't write in just dumb jokes as answers. Yeah, no one sees them but me. I'm not gonna read them. You want serious, right? And all it does is is clog up the the ballot. So just skip that. We get it. I may have done that with one thing, but just one. Yeah, but you put into it on thirty eight. All political jokes that were not even humorous, no matter what oh. the aisle you're on. I didn't make any political jokes. Yeah. Who well, fills out a wrestling balance like I got to make political jokes? Fazo. Uh, not to name any names right all right okay so we have the worst finisher of the years what is your least favorite 
finishing move? I actually can't really think of one. Yeah, I had a hard time with that one as well. I I was I sat and I thought and thought and thought and I was like, who who had a finisher this year that I just didn't like and I really couldn't come up with anything. Me so. neither. Because sometimes something stands out to me, but I couldn't really think of any this year. Yeah. Nothing was coming to my mind, so I just put I just left it blank. So sorry. That was one question that I just yeah, yeah just no problem. Do. I think I added this one year because there was like some someone was doing a finisher I hated, so I'm like I'm adding this to the thing. But anyway. Because you wanted to put it in. So right. number three. It's your poll. Jack's polls are yeah. Used to be longer back in the days. So no, it actually but, is longer now. But it's easy it's easier to deal with now. I'm talking about the 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 the, the Hedy's poll here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we have a uh, what were you talking about? Hmm? What what were you talking about? I'm talking oh, I was about talking about like a Russo, a Russo era uh oh. you know like a Viagrana oh. pole match. Oh, I see. I see. So with number three is the belly to Bailey. They think that's stupid. They don't like the Bailey uh, the belly. Yeah, I have Bailey. no problem with it. Yeah, me I neither. like the belly to belly suplex. She even use that as a finisher. I don't know if she doesn't. I don't watch. I don't really. I, think, I don't think she does. Does she? I don't know. Maybe she does. I know I've heard it called before, but yeah, if she yeah. does, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Hmm. And I think there's there's a lot. I there I love AEW. Just throwing this out there, but some of their names for moves are bad, and they don't yeah. need to name every move. But I, I don't have a problem with the name Belly to Belly either. I think it's a little cute play on the words. But anyway, that was number three. Hediverse disagrees. Number two, Roman Reigns Spear with eighteen percent. They they don't like Roman Reigns Spear. Well, again, I have no problem with it. I like the me, spear. Me neither. I like it. Huh. And uh, the number one most hated finisher injure, according to the Hediverse, with 30% of the, the votes, he's on here twice, Roman Reigns' Superman Punch. The Superman Punch? Yeah. How can you say that? It's like something I like to kind of emulate every now and then. I dig know? it, too. I like it. He does I the can... whole loading it up, and then he goes in. What's so bad about that? I think they just, uh, I think some people just hate this man. Even the even I like I uh, I think he makes a great heel. He's one of the few highlights of WWE. I think. Yeah, and I never had a problem as a, as a wrestler. No. Uh, finish. Who? What's your favorite finisher of the year? Well, I thought I thought about this one for a while as well, and I did come up with an answer, but I, I I did find it hard because none of the finishers was really grabbing me this year, like sticking out and being like that is definitely my most favorite finisher, but. What I picked was Kenny Omega's V trigger. So I like that myself. It would have been a nice knee. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. of a few of them. I like that. I like uh, Jericho's uh, the the elbow. I also like, but it's not really their finisher. FTR's uh, spike pile driver, but they don't use that as their finisher. Yeah. I guess technically Kenny Omega's V trigger then into the one winged angel. Yeah, but he has and, one matches with the V trigger too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, it depends put, if he can get the person up or not. Right. Yeah, I put uh, Moxley's double arm DDT. I know he calls something different, but uh, I just like the DDT. Is it double down or something like that? Or No, I forget the um, name of it. 
paradigm shift. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. So number three, uh, surprisingly, which is a move I like, is uh, the orange punch with twelve percent from Orange Cassidy. Oh, okay. So yeah. how how is it if Roman Reigns does it? It's bad, but if 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 Orange Cassidy's doing it, it's good. I mean, it's I essentially the same thing. Yeah, this is the same move. It's just a different guy doing it. Uh, but it yeah. was different people picking these things. So right. Yeah. Number two with uh, 24% is also a move I like, but I, I didn't think about that, is the coffin drop from Darby Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the finisher of the year, uh, you mentioned him, but it's a different finisher. It is the one-winged angel uh, okay, with 32%. Okay, okay. It is a nice move. I just was thinking V-trigger first. But. Yeah, and it's well-protected. You know, they always mention mm. no one's kicked out of it. Yeah, yeah. Which is always a plus. All right, 42k gaming in the chat. Orange equal is greater than Roman. I mean, I, I, I mean, I actually am a fan of both guys, honestly. But I am a big fan of Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I, he's a better wrestler, but I enjoy him. I like the move when both of them do it. I do too. If I had to pick one, I would probably take Roman's over Orange Cassidy because yeah, of the whole windup. Yeah. I like the windup that he does. Uh, worst pay per view of the year. Worst pay per view of the year. Did I? Oh, yeah. I, I have a pick for this one. It was easy for me because it was probably the biggest letdown for pay per views of the entire probably year. One, then. Yes. WrestleMania was my Great. worst show of the year because they they did not plan for that very well. I mean, I know they had very short time to build up towards it. Well, not the build-up towards it, but to figure something out for the show. But I think they executed it very poorly. I mean, just nobody in the crowd and just dead silence. And Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, two, two nights of shit. Oh, my God. Awful. Yeah, they split it into two nights, and it was just... The only thing I remember from WrestleMania is I remember AJ and Undertaker's match. I, I wasn't that big on it, to be honest with you. And I remember uh, Kevin Owens coming off of the WrestleMania sign, and I thought that was the best moment of yeah. WrestleMania. And I, I honestly think one of the worst – I don't even know what – I guess I'm going to call it a match, but one of the worst things I've ever seen was the Bray Wyatt uh, scene thing. <laughs> yeah. That okay, just, I remember that too, yeah. Oh my god, that was bad. So yeah, WrestleMania for me too. Definitely by mm-hmm. far the worst WrestleMania too. Yeah, I it'd be hard to be that. about. Maybe some of the other ones were worse shows, but you know, being WrestleMania and stuff is just so bad. At the time, we were really saying like, why didn't they wait? Which I, I guess we can understand why they didn't wait now because it wasn't like it was going to be over in a few months. But they didn't know that at the time, I guess. But. No, and I, I mean, you could still do, I don't, I still personally think you'd be better off if you just put off WrestleMania for, till you could do shows. And then imagine how big it would be when you, WrestleMania is back yeah. after like a two or three year hiatus. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Cause it just did not, I mean, that is just a black eye of WrestleMania. That yeah. is. They're never like going no, to go back and be like, "Hey, here's the big highlight reel of WrestleMania," and then they have this show with nobody yeah, in the crowd the fam and stuff. Uh, we might get it again, but at least they got the Thunderdome. Yeah, I mean, even though I'm not a fan of the Thunderdome, honestly, it is it is better than no crowd. Yeah, it's it's at least it's something. Yeah. yeah. Uh so uh, from the Heady Verse, 
Number three was uh, ten percent elimination chamber. Elimination. I don't chamber. really remember it. It a lot of these are probably just forgettable to me. Uh, elimination chamber was a pretty good show because they had crowds on that one, and Otis went through the pod. You oh were, yeah, yeah. That was that. Was, I, that was I don't think it deserves that. I mean, they had they had people in the in the crowd. That's that's gotta like make it default better than a lot of the shows yeah. that's happened this year. Maybe people just stop watching and they they just like when they had no crowd, so it's the only one they remember. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Number two, uh, WrestleMania, what twenty percent? Okay, I, I thought for sure that would take the uh, the cake, but it didn't. Forty oh, percent uh, uh, extreme rules. Extreme rules. I'll be honest. I don't remember anything that happened on Extreme. Extreme but it probably wasn't good. But. It was probably one of those shows without a crowd. I'm thinking it was. Yeah. Because if it was lately, though, I do think the last couple uh, WWE pay-per-views were decent. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't remember. <laughs> um, Worst TV show of the year. This one was easy for me. <laughs> you know... I picked Monday Night Raw, which I imagine that's probably what you picked as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I think SmackDown has picked it up in the last, you know, I've heard month that. or so. I've, I haven't paid attention to it really, but I've heard uh, it's it's okay. way easier to watch than Raw. Way easier. And the Roman Reigns stuff is good. I mean, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll watch clips of that. So. I mean, they did have a match a couple weeks ago where uh, Sheamus and Big E, they really went all out and had a hell of a match on SmackDown, and I enjoyed it. So I'm not, I'm not going to pick SmackDown, but Raw, hands down for me, out of the shows that I watch, you know? I mean, Raw's hard to get through. Yeah, I can't stand it. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I still watch an Impact, I mean, Impact – Still, is two hours. I I, yeah. I could sit through it. That was still just two hours. hours. Whoa, yeah, You're trash. Number three, uh, with only five percent of the vote is impact, but uh, it was a low amount. Um, so I think it was uh-huh. the only one that that got more than one vote that made the list. Now if they still had the crowds, and they were it wasn't this whole COVID thing. I'd be outraged, but okay, <laughs> I can accept the five percent. Number two, hmm. NWA Shockwave. I don't even know what that is with uh, 10%. NWA Shockwave? Yeah. Have they started another show other than Power? I don't know, but people are voting for it. I, I guess they got another show, so. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't pay attention to wrestling here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, NWA, it's, it's, uh, I know it's like free on YouTube. It must but... be bad if it's like the secondary NWA show. Yeah, I did. I did try to watch some AEW Dark, and it doesn't have the same appeal as Dynamite to me. But it it didn't seem bad. But I mean, I'd have to watch more to know yeah. more about a- AEW Dark. And they are planning on starting a secondary show, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know when that's going to actually come into effect. But and uh, number one with eighty two percent of the vote, five. This is like huge. Is uh Monday Night Raw? Yeah. That I think we got it right on that one. And I was mad saying that these are all aid pro AW, but I mean, I asked the Hediverse. It's mm-hmm. we asked the Hediverse. It's what people send in. I, I mean, Raw is just a long show, and if you're not into what they're doing, I mean, it's just it's just hard it to so watch. Much worse. <laughs> yes, I mean, 
And I, I can't really recall an angle this year that's happened on Raw that I'm I really got into. No, and from what I see, it's now it's just all about like lighting people on fire, and I just uh, <laughs> yeah, they're going crazy with that anymore. Yeah. Just got to set Randy Orton on fire, or Alexa <laughs> Bliss is asking to be lit on fire. Yeah, it's weird times. Uh, mm-hmm. TV show of the year, your favorite uh, TV show of the year, and I think uh, uh, people know what I'm going to pick here. My favorite TV show of the year. It's pretty obvious I picked AEW Dynamite because, I mean, it's not a chore when I turn into it, tune into it. It's it's I'm watching a wrestling show, and I'm enjoying it. I yeah, mean, I love it. It's honestly know. of the last I would say I don't know, maybe ten at least five years. It's the show that I that I look forward to every week. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've looked forward to wrestling in a long time. And it, it came at it came at a time when I was really if it, if it wasn't around now and all there was was WWE you know and if I don't know if I'd watch any wrestling right now yeah I'd probably keep a, a you know uh, of the pay per views so we had something to talk about but I wouldn't I wouldn't enjoy it, really follow what's going on but I genuinely enjoy AW I've been to live shows I like I like the present I really like it you know I'm not saying I like everyone there or every single thing about it, but overall because. Honestly, uh, even if you went back to what I think are some of the best times in wrestling, ECW, uh, the 90s boom, and, and Nitro, yeah. you, you know, and Raw. Um, Raw was never my favorite, honestly, even then. But I liked it. I mean, I, well, look, I love Stone Cold and some of the stuff there, but I didn't like everything. And um, I didn't like a lot of the DX stuff. And back in the 80s, I loved the Crockett era. But all those eras, there's also stuff that wasn't good. So... Any era of wrestling is not going to be perfect, but for right now, it's the one that I genuinely enjoy watching. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I picked Dynamite as well, mm-hmm. and I've been to a few live ones. The live ones are uh, really fun. Um, Headless Critic says Shockwave isn't a secondary show. Power ended, and Shockwave had a four-episode run before ending as well. Oh, so they're like changing the name of the show? Yes. Hmm. Weird. I don't think that's a good idea. No, to rebrand the show when you were yeah. on like not even a year. Like they're kind of going by seasons. Like the first season was Power, and then second season Shockwave. Maybe. Hmm. I think you want to keep the the brand so people you know you yeah. build it up. Number three, uh, NWA Power was uh, the number three show of the year. Okay. There you go, NWA. Number two is AEW Dark. With nine percent, dang, really? I had to check it out more. I mean, I just it's just I it's on YouTube, and I just don't think about hey, maybe I should watch yeah, wrestling. Even you know, we're on YouTube, but I agree. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. And number one is a W Dynamite with seventy three percent of the vote, huge majority. It's pretty simple to see. I'm surprised NXT is not on there. I was too, actually. I thought it yeah. would have uh, fared better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if people uh, I don't hear as much buzz about it honestly no I, I think they they are doing things wrong on that show I mean I mean they had some red hot feuds and they've kind of transitioned into something else and then they just but I'll get into that later alright favorite DVD or special mm-hmm. this one was simple for me 
I picked Liv Morgan's special, Jack. Oh, man. Sweet. It's a fine special. She talked about working at Hooters and and uh, how she had to have a job. And she said Hooters helped her out a lot, Jack. It gave her opportunities in life that she didn't know she would be able to have. And then she talked about going into the WWE program and becoming a wrestler and how they had to do like these confessionals to make them better at wrestling. Like, you know, talking, doing promos and whatnot. And uh, it's a very compelling story, Jack. And, it, 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 and I didn't pick it because it's the only special I watched. Did I you watch it. with your pants around your ankle? No, 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 no. Just I, I, I don't think of live in that light. What? Like, Why, how like other, a, what other way like is there to, to me? Honestly, I just picked it to troll you. <laughs> I did go and watch it just to see if I if it was any good. And I'm sure I'm uh, not saying it's terrible, but it sounds completely uninteresting. <laughs> this is a big the, the most compelling uh, part. Lexar loves Hooters. There you go, Lexar. She worked at Hooters, and she has like photos that like where she worked at Hooters in her outfit and everything. So you could check that out, Lexar, if you are a WWE Network subscriber. The most compelling part to me was hearing Paul Heyman talk about like uh, grooming her, like getting her ready to be. Oh, I thought you meant like wrestler. grooming her to molest her or something. No, no. That's usually how people use that term nowadays. Really? Yeah. You know, a lot of terms have been like... Uh, Just made nasty. Yeah, everything's like a negative. I was thinking about... Like, I even made a TikTok video about this. People wanted me to get a TikTok, and I did, but I did two videos to give up. But what I was... I made one video about this intro. If you say... Let's say I was... Uh, okay. Intro. I collect adult toys. Yeah. You think Jack up on his wall, he's got all these dildos and rub, rubber buttholes. You wouldn't yeah. think he's collecting like, you know, leather faced figures, no. toys that are made for adults. Mm-hmm. If I said I'm watching an adult movie, you'd think, oh shit, Jack's going to jack off. <clears throat> you wouldn't think like he's going to watch, you know, an R rated horror film that's made for an adult. So the point is, the term adult automatically in people's minds, and sure, they think they think nasty, dirty, sexual perverts. Yeah, they don't just yeah. think, you know, if I say adult beverage, people don't think he's drinking a, a cup of semen. They think he's drinking an alcoholic drink because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's for adult. Adult needs to come back for everything else because everything else you say adult, you automatically think that guy's a pervert. Could saying it's for mature, but even that is like yeah. insinuating that oh, it's like uh, I know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. They're jerking the gherkin. So what? What could you use? A um, we need to just take back the the term. It's a film for grownups. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we just I need to know. take back adult. We have to get. We have to clean up adult. So it doesn't mean just sexual perversions. That should be known as just porn or triple X. There you go. And then adult, we should be able to use 
once right. again. Right. So how are we, how we going to go about it? I want to watch a movie for an adult without meaning I'm yeah. going to go, you know, you know, fondle my ball sack. Exactly. Are we going to like make a petition online or something? Those get a lot of things done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Excellent. Let's Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll storm uh, the, the MPAA or something and, uh, yeah. and take selfies yeah. while we're doing it. <laughs> Posted on, on Facebook <laughs> and wonder why we get arrested. Yeah, that was so, that was dumb. Yeah, it's very dumb. So here we go. <laughs> if you're doing something illegal, you might not want to make a TikTok video while you're doing it <laughs> <laughs> and scream your name to everybody. Uh, <laughs> so uh, keep that so- in mind, Lexar. Next. Next for your next uh, house or, you know. I can't believe you used the prestigious headies as just a way to troll me. My favorite DVD or special is walking the train tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, the Vampiro uh, documentary, Nail in the Coffin. I really. Okay. Yeah. I just I did I just didn't really watch any like specials and I, I I couldn't think of anything so I was like oh yeah I'll just say the Liv Morgan episode. They do have a lot on WWE. I mean, if you're oh, just yeah. interested in oh the other thing that I found compelling from it is the Riot Squad was like crying with one another whenever they told them they're going to break it up, break them up, and then they're like behind the scenes just like crying, and it's like. How can you be like a person who's like, we're breaking them up and like feel good about like walking around and they're just like these, these, these they women are soft. That, I think WWE love it. Yeah. I mean, they, I know you got to do good. what you want to do, but I mean, the timing of it was just like, why break them up? You they know? do it all the time, even just as a fan, like they break people up. It used to be back in the day, they broke up. Okay, they broke up the Rockers, but they clearly had a vision with Shawn Michaels. We're going to yeah. make this guy a superstar. They break up Hard, uh, yeah, Hard Foundation. They make a big star with Bret Hart. But nowadays, like they break up, a, they break up Otis and Tucker, and then the one guy does nothing, and then the other guy forms an, another team mm-hmm. with another guy that that has no chemistry. It just makes no sense. Yeah. And they split up that that group, uh, and the one they fired, Sarah and the other Rogan. two, one got kind of pushed, and then they end up putting them back together. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were just starting to like get a little bit of a buzz behind them, and they they broke them up. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense. But I, it also just it made me think that, like, man, like, how could like Vince McMahon be like satisfied, like when he walks and. I think scenes. he loves it. He loves it. I think he does. Yeah. I mean, that's what JJ Dillon said in his book. Yeah. He loves pulling the carpet out from underneath like, people. Those women are crying, pal. <laughs> Did you see the riot squad, pal? Rock hard. All right. Yeah. I I believe it too because we see it so many times in WWE. Did I mean there really wasn't any of that in WCW where they would just like somebody would start getting no like I mean, they would just do stuff because of incompetence. Yeah, they'd I get mean, like the glass ceiling, but they wouldn't like just totally bury a guy who got over. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. A lot of times, wouldn't go above a certain level, but that they also mm-hmm. wouldn't just like totally shit on him either. 
Yeah, or like if they if they had like momentum behind them, I can't recall any situation where they would just all of a sudden just yank the carpets pulling out from under them. You know, there's been several occasions that that has been done in WWE, so I do believe it. Yeah, yeah, it even makes it hard to to get behind people because like it happens so often. It's like, why do I want to invest like my energy? (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's just gonna end. I really have this opinion where Vince McMahon just doesn't want superstars anymore. He doesn't want anybody having any power over him where they can, you know, like Stone Cold when he held him up saying he didn't want to do the Brock Lesnar job. Or, you know, I I think he wants just to always have control at all times. And the only way that he loses control is if this person becomes, like, bigger than the WWE in a sense. And I don't think he wants that anymore. No, I think that's it, why it, they don't make stars anymore. Yeah, the brand is the is the star, but the yeah. brand is not. I mean, the brand was already built. Yeah, They're not building. It. It's losing momentum now. Exactly. Like leaving, uh, what you know, leaving as a viewer. Uh, number three. So by the heady verse, fourteen percent. Vampiro nail in the coffin. I was happy you got some votes. Oh, excellent. Uh, two is one I didn't think about, but I did like. I just thought it was a. Uh, I think I would have liked it a lot more if it was one or two episodes, and that's Undertaker Last Ride. That was good. For, and, the first uh, few episodes that I watched. I, yeah. I haven't watched the whole thing. Yeah, it just, I think it was just repetitive. It was overly long. And uh, number one with 40% of the votes is Dark Side of the Ring, the Chris Benoit episode. Oh, I didn't think about Dark Side of the Ring. I wish I would have thought of that. I would have probably had a serious answer, but yeah, yeah as compelling as the Liv Morgan thing was... Uh, I did forget about Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, I didn't think of either. Yeah. But it, it is excellent. I, I probably would have picked that if if I had thought about it at the time. But I just thought, trolling Jack's just too good. I got to say Liv Morgan. All right. Number, let's see. Look out for who will be a big name in 2021. Oh, let's see. I know I picked somebody. Oh, yeah, I picked... um, I went out on a limb with this one. He has had a run in WWE, and it it was all right. I mean, it wasn't a a huge run or anything, but he is now going to AEW. That's Redbeard, Eric Rowan, whatever you want to call him. So I'm going to say I'm going out on a limb. I like this He may be a big star this year. Maybe they'll put him in, uh, ahead of the uh, Dark Order. You never know. We'll, we'll see. I like that pick. That's pick. a good pick. I'm going to take – because I picked someone that was obvious, MJF. So I'll take yeah. that back. Let me think of someone that – because, I, I mean, I think that's obvious. He's going to be a big star. Yeah. Let me think of He's someone. already in the inner circle. And yeah, and I would have picked Darby. I think I picked Darby Allen last year, and uh, you know, but uh, I'm trying to think of somebody. I have to think uh, think on this of somebody that's not necessarily a big star yet. You know. Okay. Well, I, I just hope that they don't have like uh, the the Japanese like tune for Eric Rowan whenever he actually debuts. <laughs> right. Not like and he's not. Like, and he's not a wine ma- uh, maker. Yeah, it's not like this low key kind of like. I don't know. It was like this Japanese kind of music for him. That was like, that was just the weirdest pairing of an intro song for a, for a wrestler that I've ever heard. Yeah. I always remember just seeing him come out to that. And he's like, he's like kind of big and hulky and he's like, and it's like, bing, bing, boom, bing. And it's like, <laughs> what is this music? 
Uh, on the top of my head, I'm going to say Scorpio Sky. I say that he, they're going to sp- uh, finally break him away from the group and they'll give him a big push. Okay. Yeah, that's a good pick. I could see it. So uh, number three uh, from the Headyverse, uh, 16% of the vote, Hangman Adam Page. Most definitely. That one's kind of the same idea, though. I think it's kind of obvious he'll be a star. Um, mm. This one's out in the limb, though. 20% of the votes. Uh, number two, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Yeah, that's a good pick, I think. Yeah. And uh, the winner the was the one I had picked, too, was, uh, but I think it's a little obvious at this point, is uh, MJF, 24 Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I can't deny it either. Yeah, the MJF, he's very entertaining man. Got All right, guilty pleasure. Coming. What was your guilty pleasure of the year? The guilty pleasure of the year was the Mandy Otis storyline. Well, their, their relationship, it was fairly silly, but I did laugh and enjoy it every time they had a segment. I'm so. a fan of Otis. Yeah. Otis is a very entertaining man. I, I mean... I know they just, oh my God, dude. Oh my God. I forgot to bring this up a couple of weeks ago. This is just, this is like Michael Cole Hyden right good. All right. Daniel Bryan was practicing on Otis to lift him from the hips. And Daniel Bryan is just, he's, it, it essentially looks like Daniel Bryan's just going, uh, uh, like humping him from behind. And, it was the weirdest segment I think I've ever seen. Have you seen it? No. I'm going to see Oh, my God. I'm surprised, like, the internet didn't take to this because it was just, it was Daniel Bryan, like, basically looking like he was, like, humping him, so. I love it. But <laughs> they, they worked it in, like, a funny way. So, you know, they had to know it looked bad, but they just went ahead and did it anyways. But this was on SmackDown a few weeks ago, so. I'm surprised nobody's cut it out and it's not all over the internet. But yeah, it's like Daniel Bryan like humping on Otis and but it, it, he's supposed to be lifting him from behind and like trying to like getting him over but yeah. nobody's eliminated like that. <laughs> you don't see people like freaking German suplex somebody out of the ring. Especially like a guy that's like twice as big as him. Oh yeah. So they had to have done it as a joke. They give him the big wiggle. <laughs> <sighs> but I, I just got reminded of that, so I had to bring that up. I apologize. Lexar, for his uh, guilty pleasure, he said Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger? The fuck? He's still around? <laughs> yeah, Daddy. Got some Miz arcs out here. I picked uh, the MJF Jericho uh, debonair segment. I could see where you would feel guilty for liking that. Yeah, I love it. Would you be embarrassed if somebody has seen you watching it? No, I wouldn't. So it, maybe it's not fair, but I know I would. I would think if someone told me this, and, and I would probably think, "Oh, I don't. I'm not going to like that." But I mm-hmm. really liked it. So, but at the same time, like you said, if someone walked in, I wouldn't feel guilty for liking it. In fact, I showed a lot of non wrestling fans of mine, and they all really liked it. They thought it was great. So. Well. Probably- I, I remember seeing it and I'm thinking, I know they're going for something shocking here and everything, but it just really didn't do it for me. I, I would prefer a promo between the two, but I can't blame them for trying. Yeah, I loved it. It was, a, it was, a, I, I thought it was great. 
if someone explained it to me beforehand, I'd probably think I wouldn't like that, it. But that's I really be completely it. terrible. But. Yeah, but I liked it. Yeah. Um, number three, and, and I understand if people know. Number three, uh, Mandy and Otis, ten percent. Uh, two is the Stadium Stampede with fifteen percent. I was a big fan, and I'm not, I don't feel guilty about it. I liked it. Uh, and number one is, is something that I love, and I don't feel guilty at all. He's another. He's this someone actually show a lot of non wrestling fans, and they like it. Is uh, Orange Cassidy twenty five percent? Okay, but people picked him as a guilty pleasure, so yeah. they feel wrong for liking Orange Cassidy. Well, if if you're if you subscribe to the traditional mindset of like a wrestling fan, like him doing the little kicks and everything, I could see where somebody would feel guilty about enjoying that. I think it's people who uh, pay too much attention to other people's opinions. And yeah. so they think that they're wrong if they like, if they like it. But um, I don't like that about a lot of people on the internet is that they follow. Mm. Look, it's totally fine. If you listen, if you watch other people and stuff, but if you let other uh, people uh, shape your opinion, uh, I think that's uh, bad of you. Don't let if you enjoy something, don't let someone talk you out of it. Is what I'm saying. I don't think everybody feels like that just because of Jim Cornette, though. I think I there's, know. I think that I don't say everyone does, but I do think that's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a big part of the people who, uh, I because I see people who, who word for you know verbatim will say the yeah. stuff that so uh, you know that they're listening to, yeah. Them. And someone don't even watch AEW, so they'll just say stuff that they hear some the Cornette. If you have never watched AEW and you just heard Cornette, you mm -hmm. would think like Chris Jericho's like 500 pounds and just like the worst wrestler you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And you would think like almost the whole roster was just the absolute drizzling shits. You'd think Kenny Omega was like the worst worker that's ever lived. Yeah. And, and you'd think the Young Bucks were like like 85 pounds and I will say that is a problem with wrestling fans is they will kind of like just pay attention to a person like that. And then just like, they won't try it for themselves. Mm -hmm. They just take their word for it. And then they, they just kind of, they kind of just glom onto their opinions and then they'll just regurgitate it. But yeah. I don't think that's the case for everyone, but there is. No, a I don't think for everyone it is. It's it's a generalization, but yeah, I do. Th I just say I do think it's a a problem, because mm -hmm. uh, it stops. It can stop the growth of a uh, of what you're they're supposedly fans of and want to. Do. Even yeah. if they're not a fan of that promotion, they would want. You would think, in theory, they would want the promotion and and the people working there to do well. Like I don't want WWE to end. I know I don't watch Power, but I don't want it to end, and I don't want all those people to be out of jobs. Or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, holy shit! What was the holy shit moment of the year? My holy shit moment of the year was a Clash Champions ladder match. So I thought that was, that was a good. a hell of a match, and just Jeff Hardy having his the handcuffs around his ear. It was just like, Oh my God, please don't do nothing. You know, please don't. I was just so worried for him at that time. Cause I could just see the handcuffs just ripping his ear right off. So that was a very cringe moment for me, but I, I love that match. I thought it was very, very, uh, Tyler says, Jack says things. Meltzer says verbatim. I actually don't even listen to Meltzer. Uh, anymore so i haven't listened to him a long time so if i do it's he's we're on the same uh, wavelength yeah 
I mean, very few clips of him on YouTube. So I, I, I'll listen to some YouTube stuff while I'm making uh, banners and stuff. But uh, he's there is a part of me that like doesn't want to hear stuff that Meltzer saying or Jim Cornette saying because I don't want to come on the show and then like feel like I'm repeating them. And yeah, not... I've always been that way too. But uh, uh, lately, I um I like to keep up with um some of the stuff so I've uh so I can mention it on the show. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the Meltzer stuff's just not on YouTube. And my old hookup used to send me the uh, Observer stuff. It doesn't anymore. And I don't really like nothing against Brian Alvarez. I really don't care to listen to him by himself. Yeah. I know he has some partners more than just uh, Vinny. I, I would say I don't really like to listen to him without Meltzer. Without Meltzer. Yeah. Holy shit. What, oh, you, you just said yours. Uh, mine is is uh, it's a little biased because I but but I was there live and for me it was a uh, Moxley winning the title, uh, mm. being live front row right there and uh, Moxley uh, gave um, Jericho the power bomb through the table right in front of me. Yeah, and uh, it was you know it was an awesome moment for me. Oh, excellent! That whole show really was, uh, especially being there live was great. So. Um, so let's see, number three, AEW on impact with 12%. That's, mm -hmm. I think it's, it, it's weird, but I can't really say it's holy shit. Cause impact's so underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like it doesn't shock me too much. Have they started doing stuff? Cause they've, they've, you know, they've reached out to other companies before and we know that Don Callis is, friends with Chris Jericho and I, I'm pretty sure Chris Jericho's in a lot of the you know the meetings or whatever he's he's pretty high up in the company I would say so it wasn't I, it did make me wonder like what does AEW have to gain from this but it doesn't shock me that much uh, it is neat to see um, that uh, they got the uh, um the, the the good brothers that they're doing stuff with AEW now because they had like the run in last week on uh, helping out Kenny Omega and they're kind of like trying to reform the Bullet Club and all that so that that's interesting to see but I think there there is a lot of good television plan for AEW in the future oh yeah yeah so, I've, I've loved it I, I thought last show was great I think it's going to be good for Impact Wrestling oh I yeah mean, yeah but. It, yeah, definitely is. I, I I'm wish that they would, because um, I think production-wise, they're a lot better than last time I used to watch it, but I wish they would have um, put on a better... If they, if they, I don't know how far in advance they knew this was all going to go down, but I wish they would have... Figured something out. Something about the, uh, the crowd. Really, mm -hmm. if they know this, you're going to have a new audience, and they did have like this big audience there, uh, I wish they would have done something to really showcase the show. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it, it, honestly, is the crowd and the commentary. Yeah. Because a lot of the people, I just don't know, but um, that's the idea of bringing a new audience. You, you know, you, you show some of the guys they would know, like Kenny Omega, because they're coming from AEW. Mm. And then, you know, then they get to see these new people. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was number three. Number two is uh, Edge Returns at the Royal Rumble. I kind of, um, I think it really got overshadowed by everything that happened. Like, I think that mm. would have been a lot bigger if it wasn't, you know, I guess that, Matt, that wasn't at the pandemic. It was kind of rumored on the internet, too, wasn't it? 
that edge was going to return. I don't remember. I, I think do. the return itself was pretty big, but yeah. uh, but the first match back wasn't because it was at the no. it was at WrestleMania. It's awful. <laughs> I hated that. I know some people were acting like it was like a good thing, but oh, that's that was just bad. That was one they definitely should have waited. Yeah, then you really needed a crowd for that. That was very just terrible. And the uh, holy shit moment of the year was uh, Sting returns on uh, AEW Dynamite. Oh. I, I kind of wanted to pick that. I kind of thought that because that was a good show all around. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, Sting returning for the for winners coming. I thought that was a yeah. that's pretty shocking. I can see how people would pick that. Yeah, it was, and it was a very cool moment. And it, that was rumored that Sting might come in, but yeah, we did not. Yeah, we did not know it was going to be that that no, that no, night. No. You know, it came as a real surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, most embarrassing. Who uh, who or what makes you want to turn the channel when someone else walks in and you're watching wrestling? Oh, retribution. I would if I watched more WWE, I would probably pick that in a heartbeat because that is some of the worst stuff I've ever seen. And I don't. I feel bad for the people who's in the crew. I mean, you know, we we got uh, uh, the one. Uh, it's just like Yim and Mia Yim and and uh, and uh, Donna Divakovich, I believe, is what they called him in NXT. I just feel so bad for him because this is just an awful stable, and it's just like. It's just so goofy, <laughs> and it just it just sucks. <laughs> I only way I could see it becoming a thing is if they just start goofing around like New Day and just like I don't know, just do it over the top shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then like, I mean, it might make it entertaining anyway. Yeah, it's really weird that you spend all this time on something TV time for just a joke. And I think uh, I think the only reason I say that is just like the T bar, the fake guy on T bar, who's who's pretending to be him, and it does kind of make you laugh reading some of his tweets. So, unless it is the real T bar, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> is it the real T bar? I picked out uh, the fiend. I think his stuff is just horrible. Yeah, that that the him and Cena that match or whatever you call it. I think that was. I mean, I have to. Th- it's up there for the one of the worst things I've ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> what would you put next to one of the worst things you've seen in wrestling? That's got to be up there. Is there anything that's close to it? I don't know, honestly. Maybe like the Maybe Katie the Vick stuff. I think that's that's the worst. The, the Fiend Cena match. That's the worst thing I've ever seen in wrestling. So Katie Vick, is it anywhere near there? Um, I thought that was stupid, but uh, but it wasn't not because you weren't like that. Yeah. It actually happened, and they uh-huh. they filmed it to troll Kane. But this was like you were watching something that like took place in his mind, in, the, in like someone's mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like the rest, of, like the rest of the show is like happening in front of you, and then this is like. Is something that's going? We're looking at in John Cena's mind. Uh huh. Or they went and filmed this 
they went and filmed like a like a movie and then decided to put it on the show. They worked together while they're first and it wasn't even present. Okay, the Undertaker AJ Styles thing, I'm not a big fan of, but it was still a fight. Yeah. It was presented as a contest. Yeah, this was, they weren't even battling. They didn't, well, they were like battling through their mind. I I don't know what it was supposed to even be. I mean, we're not watching like a comic book or something. Mm -hmm. I think the the closest thing, but it it wasn't nearly as bad because it was only like a momentary thing. It was like when Ultimate Warrior was Hogan looks in the mirror and he sees the Ultimate Warrior, but no one else sees him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that kind of stuff, when you're looking into someone else's mind, I just I think it's kind of it doesn't fit the show. I think I would have found it more, more of a disappointment if we hadn't had the Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy stuff where they're doing the ultimate deletion and all that. But like, because I can tell it's like Bray Wyatt trying to mimic that. And I mean, even that they were still fighting. Yeah, this was like they weren't even fighting. They were just it was like vignettes. There was no battle. Mm-hmm. He just showed up as different people. It was the same way um, when, when he when he had the mat, the swamp thing with uh, with Braun Strowman, and like it wasn't. It was a little bit of a fight, but most of it was they were just like sitting in on. He was sitting on like a chair and talking to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> this is that's not for me. Uh, so anyway, the Headyverse picked intro. Number nine, uh, most embarrassing, Otis. 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 Some love and some hate. Dang. Number two, WWE. They did, this was just a blanket statement for WWE. WWE, H- most embarrassing. <laughs> and the winner, the, they agreed to be The Fiend, 36%. A lot of people. Okay. okay. So it's not just me and Clinton. Well, there you uh, go. I don't, I don't totally hate this stuff because it does just make me like, it's not like I'm like invested. Like I love this. I, I gotta, but I, I am just curious just to see what they're going to do. I can't, I can't, I, I really genuinely hate that stuff. I hate, uh-huh. and I think he has, he's just a pitiful wrestler. Yeah. As the fiend character. Mm-hmm. I think the only match he had that was passable was with uh, Brian, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. As the fiend, he mm-hmm. had some good matches. Very well. Um, the worst promotion of the year. Worst promotion of the year, I believe. I put WWE for that. I did as well. I don't think this was any shocker to anybody at this point. This is the year I stopped watching WWE. I'd watched it since as long as I can remember, since maybe I was like five. So probably like forty years, almost forty years. Mm-hmm. I've watched WWE programming as much as I could. I watched superstars and. And all the pay-per-views I ordered, or me, my family or myself ordered every pay-per-view from WrestleMania 2 on. I watched all the programming until they had like 90 hours. But I still watch every Raw. This was the first year I stopped watching Raw. Yeah. I just I could not take the show anymore. And I'll say this for some of the smaller end companies like Impact Wrestling and, and, and like NWA. They don't have a huge company like WWE does. So I don't see why the, 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 you know, Monday night raw is such a bad program. You know, they really have no excuse. 
Now, with with these smaller companies, I can kind of understand, you know. And well, sometimes I, they produce better stuff than what's on Raw. That's like when I on Without Your Head, the horror show. Mm-hmm. I tr- if it's a bad independent film, I usually give it. Don't a mention leeway. it so much. Mm-hmm. Just because why pick on something that costs these, these people paid like they I don't know five thousand dollars or maybe or fifty thousand probably at the for like a at the most. Um, of their own money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you compare that to a movie that costs 20 million or a hundred million, like you can't really, you know, obviously this is going to have a lot of problems. Even if it's a bad movie, why even pick on it? But some, this giant blockbuster film that's yeah. made by Hollywood. If it sucks, that's a whole, wholly different, totally different thing. You know, the writers getting paid a million dollars mm-hmm. some of the actors, 10, 20 million. So it's a, it's the same with WWE. So um, yeah. I think AEW is fair game. If you don't like it, you can pick on it, something like that. But some of the smaller ones, like, I don't know, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, or I don't even watch it, so I don't know. But something on that level, it, it, it get, there's more of a reason why that might not be as good. Yeah, yeah. WWE, they just have so many resources that it, it shouldn't be this bad. Right. Like. And I, I will say I do enjoy SmackDown recently. So, uh, Mike Lopez, his first live in your head. Well, hello, Mike Lopez. You're a good man. Hey, Mike. Welcome to the show. All right, Ring of Honors number three with eighteen percent. This is a company that really fell off of the the world the mm-hmm. last couple of years. And they're they're not a huge company either, but um, I mean it has it has you know, live it has they have live. lost a lot of their buzz. I mean, they got to think they're lucky stars for New Japan being so loyal to them because I mean, if it wasn't for that, I heard Dalton Castle. I heard he's like a freak agent. Now. Yeah, and I know uh, my brother's a big fan. He said so that was like, like the last uh, guy he really liked that was there. So. Is he AEW bound? Is he NXT no, bound? I don't know bad back is the thing. Yeah. Jeez, that sucks for him. But he's a very entertaining individual. Yeah, so. I saw him live. He's very fun. I think he, you know, even being like a manager or something, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. The thing with AEW would only have to work once a week. WWE probably have a tougher schedule. Hmm. Although NXT, I don't think they wrestle more than once a week either. So I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. I hope he goes somewhere, though. He deserves to have a, you know, a big run somewhere and make some money and stuff. And be yeah. on a bigger platform. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number two with 20% of the vote is uh, Interest Baby Impact. <laughs> yes, it's my baby. How, how could you all? You, you monsters. <laughs> and the worst promotion of the year with 50% of the votes is WWE. Yeah. They got it right on that one, I think. All right. The uh, reverse of that promotion of the year. What is your favorite promotion of the year? It's pretty obvious for me. I mean, I, I picked AEW just because it's it's the program that I actually look forward to watching. Three hundred percent. It re it really at a at a time which I was really not really losing my love of professional wrestling. It really made me a wrestling fan again. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so promotion of the year number three is NXT. NXT, okay, they got a they got a spot here. I was surprised they didn't pick them earlier with that one poll, but 
Number two, NWA with 10%. Mm-hmm. The whopping 75%, AEW. That's no shocker to me. Mighty Lexar says, feed impact their baby formula. Incher. <laughs> <laughs> Are they whining? They need it. Now, I'll maintain that I did suggest people give impact a chance back when there was fans after the the fans it's kind of hard for me to watch because they have made some changes that are just josh matthews and 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 madison rain on the commentary namely is just awful not having people in the audience is awful i mean it's it's a very hard show to watch i was watching a week i'm trying to watch it and it's, it's just uh it's not it's not so hot i mean i would i like that kenny omega is doing stuff with him and i do want to watch it just for that but it's it's i'm finding it difficult to get through bring I, back some good commentators i heard they're going to use matt striker on um oh really on a like a i think it's like an after party kind of show or something they were doing i read it on my email because i did re-up for impact plus i'm a sucker i was thinking about making it a disney plus account but i thought oh come on impact needs my money brains asked in the chat earlier if we both got disney plus if we would uh do a joint review of a uh, baby yoda or whatever the show's called mandalorian I mean, if we both have it, but like... I don't have it. That's not really wrestling related, but I'm sure we could talk about it. Uh, where the hell were we? Oh, that's promotion. Worst angle of the year. Worst angle of the year. Let's see. Most embarrassing. I would assume oh. it's what you brought up earlier. Yes, retribution. Yes, that was the... That was the uh, answer to that one. It just uh, went nowhere. Still going nowhere. Not interested. I, mean, I think my ears are getting bigger. Hmm. Kind of stuck in the head. You got a tape measure? This did this Tyler guy just hates everything. He says uh, Disney Plus sucks. I don't have it. I can't really say, but I mean, I hear only good things about the Mandalorian. Yeah, so. I've heard. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I don't. Know. Yeah, so I assume it's good. I mean, I like Star Wars, and yeah, he says he got it for the kids, and it sucks. So he's not a fan. Yeah. He doesn't seem to like life, though. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, number three. Oh, the worst angle for me was of uh, the Fiend and John Cena. Yeah. Just the sh total shits. The drizzling, rancid diarrhea shits. Oh, my. But besides that, I'm sure they're good guys. Hmm. Number three, Lana. The Lana push, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched enough, but uh, just the idea of pushing Lana as a main event female wrestler is bad. Yeah. Number two, Firefly Funhouse with 30%. And the number one worst storyline in our wrestling with 35% of the vote. The Hedyverse is in agreement with the Inchman. 
retribution. Thank you, Hediverse. Thank you. I know how to tie a tie, but I don't know how to tie a uh, bow tie. So this is. Uh, I doubt there's many people alive that still know how to tie a bow tie. <laughs> Probably not. I, I, it's got to be very rare for somebody just to get a freaking bow tie. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Lexar says, I'd rather get Peacock. Peacock's totally free, Lexar, so you can just go and watch it. <laughs> you, you can't really compare those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to pay for that. Yeah, well, I, I I stand by though. Peacock and Tubi has a lot of good uh, content on there, and they're both totally free, so you don't have to worry about paying. Yeah. So there you go. But I did see uh, um, they said uh, Mandalorian was all right, and Jason said that Disney Plus gets old in a day. He said. So. Oh, it probably does because I've seen all the movies before, and so I don't. I mean, honestly. Once I see what I want to watch on Netflix, I don't really get on there a whole lot, you know. Yeah, but I think they update it more often. They do update it with more content that you're you're interested in seeing. So, right. And Amazon Prime. Uh, is it ABC? Whatever, I'll access because I. But then I would just get it for a mo- for like a month, and I would binge watch um, the new Star Trek show and Twilight yeah, Zone. Card. In the stand and Picard, yeah. and be like, screw it, I'm done. Yeah. All right. I don't think the stands are, I don't think every episode's up yet. Yeah. Lexar's Peacock is NBC streaming service, but it's, it's completely free. So just go and watch it. Yeah. Um, best, uh, the worst thing was that one. Best angle. Best angle of 2020. I like the TNT title. Basically, the exchanging of the TNT title, the 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 advent of it with a, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes and everything. That's a good and choice. I yeah. just think I just think them using it has been pretty well executed. I agree, and I and I when the when the idea came about, I thought like they really didn't need a secondary title, but I think they've used it really well because it's the one that's defended every week, and the world title mm. isn't. And yeah. uh, if you're going to do something like that, that's the proper way to do it. Yeah, that's a good pick, actually. I picked the inner circle with MJF. I was trying to think of something that uh, I didn't know what else to pick, but uh, I liked mm. a lot of stuff there. But I picked that. So number three, uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. I do like that. So I like the team and then the split up. And then I, it's a slow build to because I, I assume that the eventual uh, matches between them will come about. But I like that it's, it's they're taking their time with it. Long storm, uh, long term storytelling. Uh, number two, Roman Reigns is head of the table with 20% of the vote. It's good nice. stuff. And uh, the best angle. With 30% of the vote, I'm happy to see this. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Always entertaining Chris Jericho. Most definitely. Please go away. Who needs to retire? The man's been around for years. And he was awful. He was just an awful human being to one of my favorites. And I think that he just needs to go away. For one, his sons are wrestling now, and he's overshadowing them. He needs to let them let them have give him the torch. 
If they're going to be the new guns, then let them be the new guns. And that is Billy Gunn. Oh, man. Retire. Get out of here. You still are in excellent shape and you look good, but nobody cares for you. And you are a son of a bitch disease. Whoa. Get out of here. But don't you think he's a good, like, uh, uh, like fan in the crowd? What if he just stayed around as a fan? <laughs> he looks very out of place. Like just like, He's like this giant jack. <laughs> this huge dude that's just like all jacked to the gills. Yeah. It's just strange. And like his sons need something because, I mean, you see, I mean, you're like, that's Billy Gunn's kids, you know? What was really strange this year is they did, they were in that one main event. And his kid got the pin on night on dynamite, which I thought was going to lead somewhere. Then I've never seen him wrestle again on dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. He's never on dynamite. So you could, uh, well, I actually like the other guy that's with Pillman jr, but maybe you could do something of like a second generation, uh, group with Pillman jr. And, um, yeah, that's true. Dunn's kid, maybe, you know, um, Davy boy Smith or something. Maybe maybe not retire for Billy Gunn, but take more of just like a manager or right, right. okay, the manager of his son. Put his yeah. son in the forefront. I mean, I know he's still in great shape and everything, but just just get out of here. I don't want to see you wrestling anymore. I've seen enough Billy Gunn matches. I'm not going to see one that's like, oh my god, did you see that Billy Gunn match? No, he's not going to happen. He's a shit wrestler. <laughs> He is. He's one of the, yeah. as, especially as a singles wrestler, he's horrible. Mm. The, the funniest moment thing. with Billy Gunn as of late was Sonny Kiss doing the whole thing and then Billy Gunn like reacting to it. I thought that was the funniest was. moment. Other than that, retire. Get out of here. Stop, stop shaming ZZ. Oh, man. Stop shaming him. Got the love for ZZ. Mm-hmm. Does he have the same for OIB? Exactly. I don't know if I have I done that in video yet. I don't know if you have. What did you like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Got the love for ZZ. Mm-hmm. Does he have the same for me? Me? Yeah. Where were you? Uh, the, 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 go the, away. Please go away award. Mine's the fiend. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> uh, number three, Goldberg with 10% of the vote. Goldberg. Yeah. I don't know if I'd give that to Goldberg. No, like what does he come on once a year? I think it's yeah. kind of they bring him back to go for the title, but like I wouldn't say like we got to get rid of him. Yeah, he's not on enough to like really feel that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Number two with twenty five percent, Randy Orton. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that he's bad. He's just like you're. I you're just kind of sick of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like his promos aren't bad. I mean, he's just yeah. Just don't care. I mean, the best thing about him is when he does the RKO out of nowhere. And uh, please go away with 30% of the votes. Uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's normally my go-to pick, but I decided to pick on Billy Gunn this year. Yeah, and you kind of feel – I feel bad saying it this year because, like, I think if Vince goes away now, (laughs) it's into the great beyond. (laughs) So maybe it's a good thing I didn't pick Vince McMahon this year because he's – yeah. Maybe that's what prevented me from doing it. 
just that inner instinct. You know, I think this man's about to kick the bucket. Maybe I shouldn't pick on him. Please, no, he kind of deserves it. I mean, he is kind of a son of a bitch. Yeah, he's not necessarily a good man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, like we were talking about with the riot squad earlier, he enjoys that. Yes, he enjoys it. 100 percent. there is no telling me different that he doesn't oh i nope please come back who isn't around that you want to see come back well jack if i had known that we're going in this order it wouldn't have ruined what i'm just about to do and that's i got the love for zz does he have the same for me me ZZ, come on back, my buddy. Where are you, ZZ? I love it. I I bet he wins. He's winning this poll. Yeah. I know he will. Well, my pick is a little out of, out of the box. Well, it's not that ZZ isn't, but since uh, we've seen the return of the manager role mm-hmm. in AEW, I want to see the return of JJ Dillon. Oh, excellent. Yeah. One last J.J. Dillon run in AEW. Do it up. I think that Maybe he fun. could join the uh, FTR with Tully Blanchard. With Tully, why not? Two yeah, managers. Do like, do like co-managers. You could, they could like talk about like, you know, the like there's even a higher up brains behind all this stuff. And then it, it comes out there's J.J. That sounds like a good idea. You have like the, you know, he's like the, like you have the, the man, like the kind of the coach that comes to the ring with him. That's Tully. And then he's like the manager that's like behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he could just make an appearance once in a while. Yeah. So number three, we have, uh, not with 9% of the votes, Vince Russo. Okay. Well, um, I mean, he's not really involved in wrestling. He's just doing the podcast stuff. Yeah. Is he involved with any wrestling company? I think he was doing something with like some wrestling in Colorado, but it was like really small indie thing. I mean, that's that's barely a blip on the radar for anybody, yeah. I would say. Yeah. But be, uh, our fans are wanting to take that away from him. And they're like, don't do your wrestling in Colorado. <laughs> Maybe we got a big well, fan base in Colorado. Back. They want him to come back. Oh, oh, I'm I'm on a different. Yeah, isn't it weird that that it's weird that that this is a guy they people want to come back now. They're what I I I get a kick out of, but I really don't want to see him coming back and writing a wrestler. Like honestly, like it's some of the it's terrible stuff. Yeah, he's 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 he's, it's not good stuff. I mean, if he was responsible for the attitude error stuff. Okay, I, I think that was it for that. I give. I'm gonna give because I think if you if you're gonna blame him for anything that followed, you have to give him credit for 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 what he did. So I give him total credit mm. for that. But honestly, everything after that I didn't enjoy. So it was like twenty something years of a bad but time. The wells all dried up. There's just tumbleweeds in the bottom, and it's just like he if doesn't. If you brought him back as a care on air character, I'd be for that. He'd be the ultimate heel in AEW. Him, him or Cornette, really, which is odd. <laughs> Team them up. They could, they could be fighting on their way to the ring, and then they just get in the ring, and then what if they like, uh, like fat each had a faction? <laughs> Who would be Vince Russo's faction? <laughs> Who would he be getting? Like he would Bingo be Go Birdie. Yeah, he would definitely be there. Um. Jeez, midnight Jeff Jarrett. If he wasn't with yeah. WWE, yeah, 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, Relic, maybe. Who was the? Uh, didn't he push? Like, <laughs> didn't he push like uh, Sonny Siaki? Sonny Siaki. And what happened to that guy? <laughs> I don't know. He was on an episode of um, Family Feud. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, he, it, was, it wasn't a wrestling episode. He was just on there, like with his family, and he was a former wrestler. They mentioned it. I barely like remember if he was very entertaining because it's been so long since he I've seen either. him. But I remember thinking, like, this guy does have something, you know, he's yeah. kind of he kind of like a rock presence. Yeah. And, they, he's like the, I don't say poor man's rock, but because that's hard to live up to the rock. But he was like, you know, they tried to clearly push him as like the next rock, but I don't yeah. know if he's that, you know, that, that's a that's a big burden to put on someone. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to live up to the rock. Uh, number two with eighteen percent of the votes is a uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, okay. which we may see at some I'm sure she'll be back eventually. And a number one, I'm actually surprised about this. Uh, with 47% of the votes, uh, still people want to see it. CM Punk? No, definitely. I would like to see it. Yeah. I'd have to say on the Becky Lynch one, though, I, I don't necessarily miss her. Um, so I don't I don't get yeah, I don't that. watch WWE, so I really don't. Uh, I, mm. I was not an anti her or anything. I personally think she left at the best time. She did all she could do. Yeah, yeah. But what else was there to do? I think if she's gone for a couple of years, it'll be a bigger deal, especially if she comes back with a crowd. I liked her for a while, and then it kind of just, I just like, yeah, she's getting too cocky. I'm just, yeah, I think, think they, she's as entertaining as she um, I think ever since Austin, they have never understood the Austin character because mm. they think um, really all Austin was was he was the same guy, but he was fighting bad guys. Yeah. But he was still positioned as the hero of the show. Uh, Becky, I think they really pushed her as a, a heel, but had her. Uh, it, I don't think they understood. They, I don't know. It didn't work. I don't think. When they, re- I think it worked better before they really got behind her. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it was all her fault. I think it was a lot of it was how they were, what mm. they were doing. Plus, there wasn't a ton of people for her to work with. There was like a couple of people that worked. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, biggest flop. The biggest flop of the year. I kind of just thought of one, but I don't think I picked it. But let's see. The Retribution. But I, I want to add one to this because I, we, I've already mentioned Retribution earlier in the program. I want to say Raw after midnight. <laughs> that, or Raw you know, after I, dark. It, if I would have thought about it, that really is the the best answer because that was a total failure. Oh my god, that was just awful. I would say it's worse than retribution because oh it was just remember Lexar was loving it. Terrible. It just popped into my head. So yeah. I just I- said WWE because like I said, this is the first year I stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. But if I more specifically, those are two great examples. Uh, number 10, I was kind of, I mean, I can't disagree, but I, I don't think it's a big enough deal to really warrant to be on the list. But no, number three with 10% of the vote is uh, Matt Seidel. Uh, uh, that's rough. I think it's just he missed a move. I wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty bad for his big debut, and he just. But, but I, still, I don't think it's it warrants being like the top three biggest failures of the year. No. 
I just feel bad for the guy when that happened. But uh, no, they're saying number two with thirty percent is the fiend. Mm-hmm. And number one, the biggest flop of the year is your boys retribution. Uh, Retribution would probably make a great faction for Vince Russo. Don't you think? Like, you could see him with Retribution. That seems like totally a team that he would be with. Yeah. That would be be an awesome pairing. I think it would be. Yeah. It just seems like the the ilk of Vince Russo. Uh, Tazo says hello. Hello, Tazo. What's up, Tazo? And he also says boobs. Okay. Uh, biggest news item. Put no fan wrestling. Like, no fans in, in the crowd. I, I think that's... I, I, I have people who come and talk to me who aren't wrestling fans who mention that and say, like, that's terrible that there's no fans in the crowd. So, I'd say that's the biggest news item due to COVID. I- so. Yeah, mine's a sad one that happened recently. That was uh, the death of a. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought about putting that one, but it is a big story and it is sad. But uh, I just didn't do it just because I thought, from the aspect that people who don't watch wrestling bring this up to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Brody Lee, that is a huge story. But so, you just did not expect it, you know. Oh yeah, it's very shocking. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Uh, number three uh, from the Heavyverse with 5% of the vote uh, is Sting going to AEW. It's Sting! Number That's two good, is, is uh, No Crowds next to, thanks to COVID with 10%. Mm-hmm. And number one, 75% of the vote, uh, Death of Brody Lee. Yeah, yeah. Most Underrated. Who's, who doesn't get enough love? Okay, anytime I watch NXT, I do get a kick out of this guy. And he's been around for a while with Impact Wrestling as Trevor Lee, and that is Cameron Grimes for NXT. I think I think he's he's just funny, like some of the stuff he does, and, and he's a great wrestler too. I mean I'm not sure I'm not like, familiar with him. One of the one of the best things he he cut out and like he was challenging Kashida to a match and like it was set up where he wasn't going to be the challenger for it. But like he came out and he just like just stomped on this dude's head and he was like, You're wrestling me now, Kashida boy. <laughs> and he come out to the ring and it was just a great moment. So I, I like Cameron Grimes. I don't think he gets enough credit. I think he 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 needs to be held as one of NXT standout stars. Man, yeah, I'm not even familiar with him to be honest. Mm-hmm. He was Trevor Lee in Impact. I think he's done really well in NXT, and I, I don't think people give him enough credit. Hmm. Good stuff from Cameron Grimes. Trevor Lee. I'm not familiar with that name either. Yeah. If you're searching for him, you might see like some stuff that he got into some uh, trouble here in the past. But uh, Naughty fellow. Naughty, naughty. But uh, I, I picked cleaned his act up. Someone who gets a lot of hate, and I uh, think he really improved, and I enjoy the man, and that is Evil Uno. Oh, definitely, I love Evil Uno now. 
didn't didn't wasn't a fan of him when I first saw. I wasn't him. either. It was one of the few things yeah. I did not like in AEW at mm-hmm. all. But I think he really came to his own. Uh, I think a lot of it was uh, being on TV right away in a new character, and then he eventually got into it and became yeah. a. I think they also showcased his uh his uh his attributes. He's a really good uh, promo guy. I think he's a good wrestler too. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a fan. Uh, number three with 12% of the vote, Scorpio Sky. It's nice to see. Two with uh, 24% of the votes is uh, Eddie Kingston. Oh, yeah. And a number one, the most underrated, which I think is also a good pick with 36% of the vote, is uh, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. I think he moved down the ladder a little bit uh, with some of the uh, stuff with Matt Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he was really people on held a it against trajectory him. that was going up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, overrated. Who do you think's overrated? I had trouble picking this person because I sat and thought and thought, and I couldn't. Nothing was really coming to my mind, but I'm picking them based upon. I just think their character is getting stale, and it's what I mentioned about NXT earlier, and that is Tomasa Champa. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that that they have switched him up from the Johnny Gargano stuff. And I would even add Johnny Gargano to this one as well because they're both seem really stale in NXT. I haven't watched NXT for ages, so I I wouldn't know. But I always liked uh, Ciampa quite a mm -hmm. bit. It's hard to imagine that, uh, you know, maybe it's just me, but I don't know if anybody would be on, on it with me. But I do find... Tomasa Champa kind of uninteresting now. I mean, so one of the few things your boy loves, uh, Cornette. Really? And uh, I think he's feuding with um, that one, the guy without a tooth in the front. Um, I forget his name, but uh, some of it's all right, but just it's just like, yeah, you're you're you don't have the fire that. Tommaso Ciampa once had. And I'm going to put Johnny Gargano in it because I think since they paired him up with his wife, I'm going to add him to it. I just, I think like their pairing is just a goofy pairing. And like he had so much better to offer, like being like, a, you know, like the, 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 the baby face wrestler. And it's like, it's hard to have a baby face wrestler that's legitimate nowadays. And they kind of did that with Johnny Gargano. And, but not anymore. He's a heel. And, He's just this little guy, you know, and it's like, you don't want to like, I mean, you don't take him as a legitimate threat. I think he should be a face. So, but yeah, he's very small, man. Yeah. For Russell. I mean, and he really could get people in, in his favor though, when he was a face and that's hard to do. Now. I didn't know he's a heel now, but I always, uh, whenever I've seen him, he's definitely the baby face type. Yeah. Yeah. So. It kind of pains me to pick those guys, but their their star has fallen. If you ask me, I picked a guy. Uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the internet love, and I really wanted to like him, but I don't think he's very good. I think he's uh, he seems very green all the time, and he's been around for a while. I don't think his matches are good. I uh, even when he's just staying there, he seems like kind of lost. Uh, to me, the only thing he has going for him is his look, and that's uh, Brian Cage. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. Well, 
I thought in Impact Wrestling they really showcased him fairly well, and in Impact in AEW I don't think they. If, I mean, I'm not going to say he was a great promo or anything, but oh, I he's thought a he was a very bad talker. I thought he was passable in Impact. I mean, it they don't be, really I, let him talk. I, I've not seen it so any of his work in Impact, so I can't speak on that. Yeah, but I mean, I can see why you would say that. I mean, he's not living up to the hype. So, I mean, he was Impact champion. He's totally lost when they're just on camera and Taz is talking. Like he does, he seems like he's a, every time he's out there, like it's a, for his first time ever on television or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I remember his match with the with Powerhouse Hobbs. That was oh man, that was bad. Yeah, he blows up very quickly. I think he'd be better off to work. And I and I'm not a guy who says everyone has to work a slower thing, but. Uh, I think he'd be better, much better off if he did work more like a big man and let and did less of the flips because I don't think he does them particularly well. It's just like he's mm-hmm. a big guy doing them, but I don't think they look very good. And uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I don't really see anything in him besides he's like just this giant dude. Yeah. But anyway, number three with six percent of the votes is uh, Roman Reigns. I don't think you could say that anymore, honestly. No. Two with ten uh, percent of the vote is uh, Randy Orton. Okay. Okay. And number one, thirty-seven percent of the vote. I probably should have picked this guy too. Is uh, Bray Wyatt? <laughs> Good lord! I just hate him. I think is more the thing. Uh, best promo. Who's the best talker? I picked a guy that just came up to AEW is Eddie Kingston. I think he's a very good talker. I think that is the strongest suit, and I think uh, he, he does it very well. So I, I picked the same. I think he's the best promo in the business. Um, very believable. Tons of uh, heart. Um, when they had the, they had some behind the scenes stuff from the Brody Lee tribute, and his stuff was just great. It was like mm-hmm. a just talking to really the whole right it kind of reminded me of uh in some ways like a paul Heyman um behind the scenes promo with the ecw roster getting every yeah getting them all riled up yeah i think he seems like a good morale guy to have on, on your show like mm. I, it seems like uh, which i kind of think is something about the whole company because they do get along well and stuff but he seems like a guy i think if behind the scenes would be good to have in your company yeah you know yeah. keep everyone motivated i think um, number three, uh, my only beef with Eddie Kingston on, honestly, I like his matches or everything. He just needs better green gear. Yeah. I think you'd be better off wrestling in street clothes. Uh, number three, best promo, uh, 18%. I believe he won last year is uh, Chris Jericho. Most definitely. Number two is our boy Incher, 24% of the vote, Eddie Kingston. There we go. Yeah. And a promo of the year with 38% of the vote is MJF. I can see that too. Yep. No, no, no arguments from me. The best heel in the business. The best bad guy. Best bad guy. I have two picks. Number one, MJF. And number two, Sami Zayn. Oh, you know what? I'm going to, I picked MJF, but I'm going to agree with you because I, I think Sami Zayn is a perfect heel. He's one mm. of the highlights for me. In, uh, oh, yeah. Most him and MVP. But, yeah. uh, but MVP could go either way. But Sami Zayn's very un, uh, unlikable. <laughs> I love it. 
he does give you moments where you start laughing, but he does bring it back to where it's like that's that that dirty son of a bitch, you know. <laughs> so, but I, I'm I'm definitely a big fan of Sami Zayn. So, yeah, uh, I think he's, he's had a good great. year since he's came great. back. It's a little early in the run, but I think um, coming up, um, I, I've really enjoyed Kenny Mo- Omega as a heel too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really made me a fan. Yeah. Uh, so number three uh, is Pac. Or Pac, I think they Pac, the bastard. The bastard. I like that pick. I like him. Number two, ten uh, percent of the votes. Roman Reigns. Okay. He's yeah. all over the place. Like he's everyone hates him, and they're giving him some love here. And the number one uh, heel with seventy five percent of the votes. MJF. Oh yeah. Best good guy. Best good guy. It's Cody Rhodes. So I, agree. I, I think he was kind of teasing during the Darby Allen stuff that he might kind of like turn a little or the was it was the Orange Cassidy as well? Like yeah. but I think he wasn't I taking think him serious during the match. Yeah. But I the, 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 they make it I mean, I like that in wrestling because they make you wonder like where is he going, you know? Because yeah. I but I think I think that's they do just it good well. basic storytelling in, in any you know mm-hmm. TV uh, book, anything. Yeah. So if you ask me, he's the best face in wrestling. I tonight. agree. I've uh, seen him, you know, when uh, I've seen him live after shows. He has so much, you know, heart. And you could tell, mm-hmm. like, the company means so much to him. Yeah, I agree. Don't know if the pairing with Snoop Dogg is beneficial to him. I think but. if it's a one time deal, <laughs> that, that could go on my guilty pleasure because I'll say it was terrible. But at the same time, I can't say I didn't enjoy it just because it was so dumb. It was just funny. Was mm. it good? No, I know it wasn't good. It was a terrible splash, but uh, I can't say I did. I just sat there and laughed. It made me smile. So, what the hell? They're promoting their show together. Yeah. So, what do you expect? It made me laugh. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, number you three, think Sasha called him up and said, What the fuck was that? You know, <laughs> number three, uh, with 16% of the vote, Darby Allen. Okay, number two, another person I can't disagree with 24% of the vote is my boy Orange Cassidy. And number one, they are in agreement the Headyverse and both Jack and Incher, Cody Rhodes. 48%. I hate that dude. I think everyone knows by now who I'm picking. Fuck the fiend. <laughs> Good fucking God. I, I swear I think he, he's a listener because he was eyeing me at like one of the shows. I, I, think, like he, I think he knew. Oh, well, I mean, who won it? But I, mean, I think he, he knew. That was a guy hanging out with Otis at the... <laughs> at the Bob Evans. <laughs> that was actually afterwards. Mm. After, uh, but um, I picked uh, Billy Gunn. <laughs> I hate that guy. Just go away, Billy Gunn. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we've had enough of Billy Gunn. I mean, do we need to see him in AEW? It's fine if he wants to work behind the scenes. I'm not saying fire him. But I just don't think we. I've never been a fan of Billy Gunn, but yeah, kind of turning the page. I think I'm, I'm pro. Billy. Oh my god! Come on now. <laughs> well, then I'm the biggest fiend fan ever. 
Let me in, Jack. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> uh, number three on the list. I was a little surprised by this, but I, I'm, I'm not really a big fan either. But 10% of the vote, vote Colt Cabana. Really? Yeah. I didn't expect that. No, I thought that was really out of nowhere. People hate Colt Cabana? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I know we've like expressed some uh, displeasure with the, the yeah, interview. I'm not a huge fan, honestly, show. but uh, I don't hate the guy. I enjoy like his wrestling persona yeah, like, and like him wrestling in matches. I don't like him with that. I don't like the Dark Order stuff. I don't think it I think you got yeah. just pull the trigger. Either just make him full on dark order. I think that would work. It would be a. Uh, I think it would. What if he was just bam? He's just a total bad guy. No, no, no goofiness no more. Just serious, you know. Like just and and the fans would probably kind of hate it because you know, and that would make him a better heel. I think just come out and be like if he was like the new leader of the dark order, where you know, and mm-hmm. just yeah. make him into a serious guy. I agree. I would do it. It would be something different. It would be unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Headless Critic says, what did Billy Gunn do to enter? He did He did his he boy. He didn't do nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But he did attack ZZ. And that I do not take lightly. Yeah. It would be like if, so, if, someone, if someone just slapped around uh, Jason Mitten. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what are you doing? I know it was in another company and everything, but the sins of the past are not forgiven with Billy Gunn, and I'll hold this grudge forever. I got the love for ZZ. Uh, uh, Does he have the same for OIB? I got the love for ZZ. Does he have the same for OIB? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he won't come on the show, so again, he don't. He won't return. He, he won't come on the show. That was a fake. Like Splooge on the show? Oh, oh I swear. Why are you so filthy? You're Number very two. adult tonight, You're Jay. saying it, not me. Number two, Baron Corbin with 24%. I don't watch enough WWE to notice he he even exists anymore. Thank God, <laughs> he's he's pretty much a SmackDown guy. Like you won't see him unless you're watching SmackDown. So. The headless critic says he ran ZZ out of the business. And number one most hated man, not in a good way. They like hate this guy is Randy Orton with thirty percent of the vote. <laughs> I feel like I just, uh, but I do agree. I feel bad for agreeing, but uh, it's like, yeah, I'm just kind of sick of yeah, him. Like, I have no interest whatsoever if I hear he's in, in involved in anything. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Randy, but. I love this guy or woman, your personal favorite, regardless of talent, ability, whatever. They're just your favorite. Chris Jericho. I mean, anytime he's on AEW television, it's normally the highlight of the wrestling week. It sticks in my mind. I always remember it every time we come back to the show. Chris Jericho, I love the guy. I, I, in year, a couple years ago, you know, we weren't even that big on Chris Jericho, but he's really shown. Well, we were in WWE. It's WWE stuff, but yeah. Like the podcast stuff, we weren't too. I agree. That. 
But, I'm in agreement here. There's uh, some other people I liked. I like Darby Allen. I like Moxley. I like Orange Cassidy. But uh, when I thought about it, I'm in agreement. Chris Jericho, I love him as commentator. As a commentator. Mm-hmm. I love him in serious angles. I love him in comedy angles. I love him as like the leader of the group. Uh, I'm always, I'm always getting, I'm always in, uh, entertained whenever he's on. He did goof up on Excalibur though last week. He he interrupted a plug for oh, Excalibur was plugging something, and he just like ran over Excalibur. I was like, yeah, you might want to watch that a little bit, Chris, especially if they're plugging a sponsor. You know, number three with twelve percent of the votes is uh, John Silver. Okay. Number two is our boy with 18% of the vote, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I love that guy, the most beloved wrestler with 24% of the vote, my boy, Orange Cassidy. Very happy to see that. Orange Cassidy. Worst wrestler of the year. He may be an ass man. <laughs> Billy Gunn, once again. Oh, I know. I'm picking on Billy Gunn. He hasn't really even wrestled that many of the matches that I can recall, but he's who I'm picking. Worst wrestler. Worst wrestler. Just retire, Billy Gunn. I tried Gunn's be wrestlers. Maybe they'll have a shot. They would probably be better in my eyes if they were come out and they're not related to Billy Gunn. Oh, damn. These are new people. So I originally picked someone who ended up winning, actually, but uh, I kind of thought the same thing about um, they're really green. They're like the kind of the idea of the independence in, in big league. So I didn't, I didn't pick this other person because of that reason, but I did pick the fiend because I hate his matches. I don't even mm-hmm. think they're matches. It just the, the shits, it's just <laughs> her horrible stuff. So that's the worst to me. Mm-hmm. But according to the heavy verse, number three is Baron Corbin with 11%. Can't agree with that. I mean, can't just. I don't, I don't know if he deserves that this year. I, I haven't mean, watched him this year, so. But he is part of the reason I stopped watching WWE, as a headless critic mentioned. Yeah, could not take him. I mean, was um, it this year where they're like pushing him pretty hard? Like, yeah, when the, that was kind of last year. I don't know. Yeah, it's it hard could to be. Say. I haven't watched any SmackDown. I don't think. So. Um, number two, I can't disagree with either. With 21% of the vote is Lana. That's kind really of sad, bad. isn't it? Yeah, she shouldn't be a wrestler. She's a great manager. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. And number one, I do think is probably, the, and honestly, and honesty, the worst in-ring wrestler, and that is a, the is Big Swole. Swole? Yeah, swole. I think she's just horrible in every way. I don't understand why she's on. TV. But I'm sure she's a nice person. <laughs> I'm sure she'd be real nice to you if you told her that. <laughs> well, she's just, I mean, she's probably nice, but as far as a performer in every way possible, she's terrible. But besides mm. that, I'm sure she's great. Uh, most improved. Who's improved the most this year? Most improved. Let's see. I believe I picked. Uh, let's see. Most improved. I think I picked John Silver. I think. I think I messed my list up. Do you have who I picked there? You probably don't. No, I actually couldn't pe- tell who people 
personally picks. I could just see who picked. I mean, Let's just see. the pick. You know, I screwed up my list. I screen capped it while I was doing it. And it's not. I think I picked John Silver. That, that makes I think, sense. I think that's who I picked. I picked Evil Uno. Excellent. John nice. Silver's also a good pick. The guy I didn't see much in, but uh, I'm digging it. I see why uh, Jason Mitten gave up horror movies. Well, I don't see that reason, but he gave up horror movies. He gave, he gave up like all of his life just to follow John Silver. And I, I see like what, what he sees in the guy, though. He is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, number th- If he's like, like, you know, like people who follow the Grateful Dead around, they're like deadites. Or yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mitten's the uh, Silverite. He's a Silverite. Yeah. There you go, John Silver. Got your biggest fan in the chat room here. Mm-hmm. Him and Z- Zicky Dice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, uh, Queen of the Headyverse, uh, most improved. Uh, Brody Lee, 15%. Mm. Uh, I, I kind of think it. they voted for him out of uh, they passed him. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Two Roman Reigns with twenty percent. He's also like voted like most hated and stuff, but he also was most improved. Which I agree. I Very think split uh, audience. I think as a character, he's improved as a as a heel. And uh, number one is as you and uh, and the and headless critics, uh, uh, boy John Silver with thirty percent of the votes, mm-hmm. most improved. So how many? Okay, okay, thirty percent. So I think that's who I picked. Okay. Probably. All right, rookie of the year. This is a hard one because I don't know. Like, to me, it's just the first time I've really seen the person. So I'll just go first. Yeah. I picked. I know he's not a rookie, but it's really the first time I've been seeing him. So I picked Brian Pillman Jr. Okay. Uh, like I was trying to think of a rookie myself, and it was hard to come up with one. But I I, I picked uh, Darby Allen, even though he has been around for a while now. But he actually won on last year. Yeah. Yeah, so which is funny because he also came in two. He won it last year and came in second this year. Oh, really? Yeah. So he was like, he's in the running for rookie there twice. So that was kind of funny. But he's number two, fifteen. Uh, number three is Pat McAvee, which I haven't seen, but I've heard great things. About. I've heard he's good. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really seen much of him, but I don't watch NXT religiously. But yeah. Pat McAfee, I hear that. Like, I didn't see his matches with Adam Cole, so I heard they were good. So, which is a surprise to me. But and uh, number one, this is very nice to do, but Brody Lee Jr. Mm-hmm. Was that? Oh yeah, that's very nice. Definitely. Uh, non wrestler of the year, you know, manager, ref, valet, general manager, whatever it is. I th- think i picked him last year but i went with don Callis once again and i probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for the aew stuff because he hasn't really been ar- around that much this year but i'm picking don Callis. we're in agreement again intro i think this mm-hmm. year is the is the um the one year we've been in agreement the most usually we're at odds really i think uh, we've come together over agreements here so yeah don Callis, i picked them as well uh, number three, Paul Heyman with 10%. Okay. Okay. Two Taz with 20%. And the non-wrestler of the year, Don Callis with 30% of the votes. Bam. Congratulations. Excellent. 
commentator, play-by-play or color commentator. Who's your favorite person on commentary? Tony Schiavone. Uh, I really miss the man. I'm glad he's back. So it's good to see. Hundred percent agreement. I picked Tony as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's clearly having a lot of fun on the show. It adds so much to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's. I think it's the best commentary team in wrestling, and I think he's the best commentator. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Headless critic, by the way, says uh, Tully Blanchard underrated gold opinion. He actually got some votes too, but I agree. I actually kind of mm-hmm. like all the managers and. I like the Arn Anderson. Uh, so people say Arn Anderson doesn't do anything, but I don't agree with that. I think he's, it's the first time I've really seen a coach role work where they are actually coaching at ringside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and he just goes out there and he's not doing a dog and pony show. He's not hot dogging it. Exactly. He knows less is more. Number three with 12% of the vote, Jim Ross. Oh, yeah. Loving Jim. Number two with 20% of the vote, Chris Jericho. He's very good. good. I like him on commentary, but yet I think it's like maybe they should save him for the in-ring stuff. I do enjoy it, but I think it's just like if they do it too much, yeah. it be like too much ice cream, you know? And number one with 56% of the votes, the Heady Award winning commentator of the year, Tony Schiavone. There you go, Tony. Maybe you'll say hi to Jack next time you see him in person. Exactly. Fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Had to to give him a little dig, you know. Best uh, pay-per-view or special event of the year. Best pay-per-view or special event of the year. I believe Clash of Champions was mine. Really? Yeah, just because of that one match. I really loved the, the the ladder match with Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy. I picked uh, a lot of it. Well, no, I can't say a lot of it, but I was there live, and I thought Top to Bottom, great show, uh, great experience. One of my best experiences of the year before everything went to shit, AEW Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three from the Hittyverse, All Out with 15%. All Out, yeah. Number two with 20% of the vote, Revolution. And the special show of the year with 25% of the vote, Full Gear. Full Gear. Tazo adds, I hate Colt Cabana. He's very far behind. Dang. I never realized so many people were. No. As was critic mentioned, he hates him too. Dang. Match of the year. It's easy for me to say. It was the ladder match that I've been talking about. Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles. Mine is uh, John Moxley winning the title from Jericho at Revolution. Mm-hmm. It was a really good time. I also really like the street fight on uh, Dynamite. Yeah, with the... Uh, with uh, Ortiz and Santana yeah. versus uh, the best friends. Mm-hmm. That was good. Number three, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy, Mimosa Mayhem with 10% of the vote. I like that match too. Uh, number two, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega with 20% of the votes. Mm-hmm. 
in match of the year with 40% of the votes is Young Bucks versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Oh, excellent. Hell yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler to watch? Hell yeah. My favorite wrestler to watch. I think I screwed up actually on this one. So you're going to be mad at me with the, the thing, but I put the ladder match between <laughs> Sami Zayn. I was just I was just putting on everything. But uh Well who would you pick out of that one as your favorite Probably Sami Zayn. So yeah, so Sami Zayn. Let's just let's make it that. I picked Cody Rhodes. Um I always like his matches. Um they're more the style I like. I like Mm -hmm. you know the fast paced stuff too, but I think he really works well with anybody. Uh always adds a lot of emotion in his matches. So I picked Cody Rhodes. Um uh, the winners are with uh, 14% of the vote. Number three is Chris Jericho. 23% of the vote is my boy Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the winner for best in-ring performer, 34% of the votes, Kenny Omega. Excellent. Tag team of the year. Tag team of the year was the man you just mentioned, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. I thought they had the best uh, storyline, and I really enjoyed their matches. So, I'm in agreement with you. I picked them as well, Tag Team of the Year. One of the best matches I saw, too, was that tag match uh, on uh, Revolution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, number three, uh, they came in number three, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page with 10%. I think Man. these are to be higher. Number two with 23% of the vote, uh, FTR. And the tag team of the year with 33% of the vote, the Young Bucks. Young Bucks. I love the Young Bucks. Hell of a team. Can't argue with that. The best female wrestler of the year. Hikaru Ushida is who I picked. She's been the champ. Has she been the champ the longest? I think she has now, hasn't she? In Fredo. I think so. Yeah, I think she's uh, she's she's had it longer than Rio did. So yeah, it was really good. I like her a lot too. Mm-hmm. I picked Bailey because I uh, I like her, and she had the belt for a long time this year. Even though I didn't watch most of it, but I always saw her matches on pay per view. Yeah, but I also like Britt Baker as a personality, but not necessarily my favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. If I probably Sheeta would be my favorite in in AEW. Yeah, I also yeah. like Asuka. I like a, a lot of the women, but anyway, number three uh, with ten percent of the vote, Becky Lynch. Was she number even wrestling this year? Yeah, I guess she she retired before think, WrestleMania. Yeah, right? but it was only a couple months. Yeah. So, number two, twenty percent of the vote, uh, Britt Baker. Excellent. I can and see that. The overall, the female wrestler of the year is also the Sports Illustrated over just wrestler of the year, Sasha Banks. The Sasha Banks. I like Sasha as well. She oh yeah, a lot of hate on the in your head uh, Facebook. I don't, I'm not sure. Why. Maybe she was mean to him at the airport. Who knows? <laughs> the, the Eddie verse is like Sasha. Would you sign my stuff? She just sits there and <laughs> just mean mugs when they get in a photo. I can't blame them though. I mean, that would be kind of annoying at times. I think that that's a bad place to down. attack people. Yeah, at that airport. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't just leave. You have to grab your stuff, you know? Yeah. You're just being a shit. Especially if you're not, if you weren't flying and you just walked in there to like harass people. Uh, overall wrestler of the year. 
overall wrestler of the year. And my pick was none other than Chris Jericho. Oh, okay. Yes. Just probably the most enjoyable wrestler. So I'm a big fan. I picked John Moxley. Hit the belt for most of the year. Yeah, yeah. Three with 10% of the vote, Orange Cassidy. Mm -hmm. Two with 28% of the vote, Kenny Omega. And the wrestler of the year in the headies with 33% of the vote, John Moxley. There you go. There we go. That was the wrestling portion of the headies. So now it's the main event. Main event time. What everybody's looking for. I did not participate in this one. I did not either. I I don't know who picked these anymore because of the way the new setup. But I'll just run through the personal awards things people picked. The 2020 award for excellence, Randy Orton. I'm not sure, but someone picked that. (laughs) Uh, The worst thing to happen in wrestling, COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The coveted chocolate dick award to insure. That was Lexar. <laughs> Most likely Lexar Jason. <laughs> Most likely to be run over by a train. Jack. Yeah, but that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Most intellectually insulting moment of the year. Randy Orton lighting the fiend on fire. <sighs> Ass of the year. Sunny kiss. It's pretty sweet ass. Uh, the pretend to be insulted, but secret loves it award goes to injure his chocolate penis. Secret like insulted, but really loves it. <laughs> yes. That's owl. Probably. Best tag team outside the USA, the dangerous techers. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So is that mm-hmm. even a real team? I don't know. Him. Uh, change of scenery award, uh, Kevin Owens, wrestler who needs to change a promotion. That's an interesting award, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like I that. that too. Mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore of Wrestling Father Award to Mr. Brody Lee. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jimmy Jam Man, Jimmy Jam Man of the Year Award goes to Tazo. Tazo, I guess he gave himself an award. <laughs> Uh, this one just wrote the best longtime listener watcher without interacting, but they didn't write who won. So I don't know, I <laughs> but they, I, don't, I can't see who writes these things. So. They, they made it to the show. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. They finally got recognition and the, we don't even know who it is. <laughs> um, best pandemic show, uh, AEW. I agree with that actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck did I just watch award to the Firefly Funhouse match? The Hediverse Stallion of the Year award goes to the Mighty Lexar. Hmm. And uh, the coolest face paint, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. You know, there's a lot of people like doing the half face paint in AEW. You got Dustin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Darby Allen and Thunder Rosa. 42 gaming. I'm going to head out, guys. I'm glad I could catch one of these lies of li- live. I've listened for a long time on the In Your Head website. So being here was a nice surprise. Have a good rest of the show. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Gaming.
Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. We'll save Hall of Fame for last. Uh, all right. Interview of the year, Incher. The best in-your-head interview of the year. Number three is a tie between Bugsy McGraw and Vampiro with 50. Ah. Number two, PCO with 20%. Oh, definitely enjoyable interview. And the interview of the year with 30% of the vote. 30% of the vote goes to Sonny Ono. Oh, yeah. That was that was great. Sonny Look, Ono. His, 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 his excellent story about, uh, was it Kaz, uh, Kaz Hayashi, I think? I think, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, in your head episode of the year. Tazo making his video debut, 15%. <laughs> Incher gets a chocolate dick, 20%. Was it the same episode? <laughs> I don't know. I don't no one wrote the actual episode title. They just wrote stuff. Yeah. And uh 35% of the vote was Lexar admitting to arson. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a pretty that's big hard to beat, yeah. yeah. MVP- Thank you, Lexar. MVP of the Headyverse, the most important fan. I'd say everybody. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say as well. Number three, interest boy, Al with 12%. Except him. (laughs) Number two, I think this is the first year I can remember she didn't win, with 18% of the vote, Juju B. Ah. Number two. The winner of the most valuable fan of the Headyverse with 36% of the vote. The mighty Lexar. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine the days that he would call into the show and we you would just get angry and hang up on him and then he's really he's, he's the most he's like the the uh evil Uno of In Your Head the most improved. <laughs> evil Uno John Silver. Mm-hmm. 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 Caller of the year, number three with twelve percent of the vote, the song man. Song man, number Excellent. two with eighteen percent of the vote, Tazo the Greek. So fucking crazy people there, and the caller of the year with fifty-six percent of the vote, over half the headyverse, the mighty Lexar. Whoa, Lexar's taking it this year, isn't he? A fucking machine. All you gotta do is admit to some arson while you're on the show. Yeah. <laughs> What's he gonna do in 2021 to, to keep a hold keep keep up? And I, I would say even before he confessed to arson yeah, on the show, really, he, I think he was gonna be pretty high. So it wasn't just that. Mm-hmm. Heel of the Headyverse, the, the most hated or best bad guy. Most hated or best bad guy. Number three, Steven in Toronto with 12%. 12%? Can you see Steven as a, the heel? No, he's not a hateable dude. I like Steven. Number two is Incher with 18%. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And the heel come watch me on YouTube on one inch biceps. Uh, that's my channel. You can check me out there. And the heel of the heady verse with 50% of the votes, Tazo the Greek. Tazo the Greek, he's beat me. Yeah, 
Half the Hediverse hates you, Tazo. <laughs> well, they might just think he's the best, just like yourself. They might hate you. They might just think you're a great bad guy. Oh, I don't really no. see you as a heel either. So, I don't know. <laughs> baby face of the Hediverse, the best good guy. Number three is also Steven in Toronto with 18%. He was number three, best bad guy and best heel. <laughs> <laughs> number two is Jackie Jones with 24% of the vote. Oh, excellent. You're number two on this one. I was number two on the other one. Yeah. Good, good cop, mad cop. I think they should be reversed. And number one, baby face of the year with 48% of the vote, Vic Schiavone. Good old Vic. Congratulations, Vic. And I'll take it back. I wasn't really aware of how Bruce Pritchard or Bruce Mitchell <laughs> looked last uh-huh. week until I looked him up. And no, Vic, you do not look like Bruce Mitchell. That's all I'll say. Nickname of the year. Number three, the boss baby with 12% of the vote. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, everyone in the head of yours. I'm number Number two, two, the man who tells you what to do with 20% of the vote. Thank you. Oh, I'm liking this poll. And the nickname of the year with 35% of the vote. The most honest man in all of them. I don't like this poll anymore. <laughs> it's a good name. It's a good name. I think it's the first time the WV is, is, has been taken off the top vote getter list. Just trying to keep it alive, aren't you? The worst caller of the year. And this is not this is not a bit. No one got more than one vote, but the number one vote getter where people literally wrote in no one, 38% of the vote. Oh, excellent. Very good. That's nice. I appreciate that. That's nice. I think we'll just, we'll oh get God. rid of that for the future. Unless this is a, starts calling back in. This is like a precedent for uh, the, the headies. Yeah, uh, that's ever happened. No, it's a positive turn. Yeah. Feud of the year. Number three with 24% of the vote. Tazo versus everyone. Yeah. Some wrote versus everyone. Some wrote versus sanity. I just combined the two. Number two, with 28% of the vote, I think it's the first time in a while this one hasn't won, Incher versus Aloub. Number two this year. Number one with 35% of the vote is Incher versus the chocolate wiener. What? I didn't have like a feud with that. I just got rid of it. But like, yeah, I don't understand that. I just got rid of it. I mean, but I will say maybe Owl needs to step it up this year. Uh, I don't know if he actually has to call. (laughs) Maybe he has to call the show. Oh, yeah, he hasn't called the show. I was like, put his balls where his mouth is. That's weird. But put your money where your mouth is, boy. Call in, bitch. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to make it next year for feud of the year, but I'm fine if he doesn't. I'm fine. I like. I'll just leave it alone. Let's just leave it alone. I don't hate to- uh, chocolate. Headless critic Jason. I like chocolate, but I just 
don't like inappropriate gifts being sent to me. <laughs> I think it's fine. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Chat champion, the best member of the chat room. Number three with 8% of the vote is the Headless Critic. Bam. Number Excellent. two is Intra's Boy with 16% of the vote, Vince Rudo. I don't even think he's here tonight, is he? He was here earlier, but I don't think he's here at the moment. Yeah. And uh, the winner in your uh, heady original with 32% of the vote, Golgo13. Bam. Well, Congratulations, Golgo. Yeah. That's excellent. Glad he won that. He's been a long time listener. Yeah. So. Mighty Lexar adds, baby intro likes vanilla penis. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Let's get serious here. Facebook fan. Yeah. Who's the best member of the Facebook group? Facebook fan. Number three, Jackie Jones with 15%. But I'm a fan. Sure. Uh, number two is 23% of the votes. Juju of the bees. Okay, excellent. And number one with 30% of the votes, Al Ulb for the no. Facebook fan. <laughs> No. That's what according to the Eddieverse. He probably stuffed the ballots. <laughs> Stop the steam. Uh, no, I don't believe it. I, I demand a recount. We got to recount this. <laughs> moment of the year. Your favorite moment of uh, in your head. Mm -hmm. Number three, Jack calls into a bitch. Isn't that every show? <laughs> Number two, Tazo shaves his head. That's pretty shocking. And the number one moment of the year, Lexar admits to arson. Lexar's <laughs> 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 like a million. He's going to be like Owen Hart. He's going to be carrying around all his gold and mm -hmm. knock mm -hmm. All right. So, Hall of Fame. He had good timing with that as well. He knew to 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 let loose of that story before before the headies exactly. happened. So uh, previously inducted in the hall in the in, in your head Hall of Fame was uh, Sid Vicious, Sean Oliver, and George South. Year one, mm -hmm. year two. When we started doing this, was Mario Mancini and New Jack. Last year was Paul Bearer and Bill After. Mm-hmm. And this year we have one inductee, and that is Larry Zabisco. Oh, excellent. Very well Good done. old Larry Zabisco. We met him in person. Always and, a good uh, The Hall of Fame fan. Last year induct, uh, induction was Jimmy Jam, and the year mm -hmm. before was Lexar. I kind of think the winner this year was already inducted in the Hall of Fame previously, but I'm not positive. If not, I think being inducted twice is well-deserved, and that is Steven in Toronto. Oh, excellent. Steven. Steven from I Butler actually also got some uh, – some. he didn't quite make the top three, but uh -huh. it, which made me laugh because I haven't said that for a while, I don't think. But. Excellent. Very good.
It's been a pleasure chatting and listening to y'all tonight. Have a good night, everyone. Jack and Incher from the Mighty Lexar. He's got his awards and he's out. It is. We we wanted like a live reaction from Lexar, but I guess we're not going to get it. Man, just too excited. I guess so. Hi, Lexar and his uh, CBS Sports, huh? <laughs> how how would he do that? That. He'd have to have it like levitating or something. We'll find out next time he calls in. Yeah. Excellent. I'm putting these. I put. I'm putting the uh, the Royal Rumble numbers in this hat. No, you can get a number one or two ways. You can zoom into the show, iowaitwrestling.com slash zoom, or you could have left the message on the uh, Facebook. And we'll get to those momentarily. Is there anything about in wrestling you wanted to mention before we get to the questions? Hmm. I really like last week's show. AEW show, yeah. The Good Brothers, like interrupting and helping yeah. Kenny Omega out, trying to like that match was off the charts. Kenny Omega versus Ray mm-hmm. Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great stuff. Yeah, Ray Phoenix. I think. Uh, he probably would have been a good pick for like a. I just thought that underrated. I think. Yeah. Or just hell yeah to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, the other, the other, and nothing against him, but he he's always been the guy that I've heard more about. Mm-hmm. The Ray Phoenix, Ray Phoenix is just insane. I think they're both really good. Very good. We think like if uh, if they were in WWE. They'd probably just be used as like total goofs. Oh yeah, know, like the like the Lucha House Party. Yeah, so it's a good thing that they did decide to come to AEW. Yeah, you know, just you know, it's a lot of people in different in a different setting can shine. Mm-hmm. This was sure. one I heard uh, Cornette like if you, saying how bad it was, and I I just to me I couldn't fathom it. <laughs> no, like how could you say that was a bad match? No way. Even if it's not your necessary your style, because like it's not the style I grew up with. But there's no way like I could claim it's bad. I mean. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no way. I mean, it was it was just entertaining. It was good stuff. Uh, yeah, for sure. But right. getting all these names in here, we'll get to the questions. Here it is, almost midnight. We yeah, that's probably we should just get to the questions. Don't you think? All right. So, in case if anybody calls in, you're gonna. Oh yeah, you could still call in. But what I did on Facebook was, I did two uh, things. If you want a Royal Rumble number, and you don't have time to zoom in, because I knew we'd be taking Zoom calls late, mm-hmm. you could leave a, a question for us to ask on the show. And you would get a you'll get a Royal Rumble number. Okay, okay. I think that's a fun way to do it. Most definitely. I'm just writing down these numbers. So when we pick them, Galgo thirteen from the uh, chat room. He says, "Thank you, Hediverse, for making me the chat champion. Chat champions in all caps. Boom." You deserve it, Glogo. Exactly. Anyone also here in the chat tonight, while you're here live, 
put in here that you want a Royal Rumble number, and we'll give you a Royal Rumble number for being a uh, mm-hmm. a faithful member here and being in the chat and joining us. All right. All right. Let's get to these questions. I think I put the questions twice. One was uh, the, you know, if you want to, good Lord. It's a lot of posts in here. A lot of posts, a lot of love, a lot of numbers about to be given out to the Headyverse members. The way the Royal Rumble contest works, you get a number, and that represents you in the Royal Rumble that's going to happen this year. Exactly. And then whatever like, comes out as that number. Right. People uh we were the original show to do this, and then people really uh stole the idea. Everybody steals it. So Sons uh Golgo wants a number, so we're gonna give him a number. Golgo thirteen. Mm-hmm. Do it live here. Can you see that or is it too- oh, 15. 15. Yeah. Golgo thirteen gets fifteen. It's not. It's in the middle, but I don't know of anybody who's ever won with fifteen. So, do you think we should give one to Lexar for winning all these headies? Will he call in next week? Will he? Should we wait till he calls in? Did he ask a question? Maybe. No. We could give him one, just. But he's not around to find out what it is. We'll wait till he calls in. He'll call in next week, I bet. He probably would have called in tonight, but we're doing the ceremony there. Yeah. Tazo, hi, what's up with the Nightheart brats? Are they on OnlyFans? Yeah, uh, Natty Nightheart and her sister, like, do these weird videos, and, like, they did a video together and saying they neither of them were wearing underwear. The fact yeah. that they're sisters makes that very creepy to me. Like, would you do a video, you and your brother, and be like, hey, we got our cocks out? No. Exactly. That's strange. I think it's very strange with your your, uh, brother or your sibling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler S., he wants a number. All right. It is 23. 23. That's not a bad number. Not a bad number. There uh, you go, t- Tyler. Just write in uh, iytrustling.com slash zoom and you can zoom in. Anyway, Tazo, you sent in a question anyway, so you're getting a number. You sent in a question on this thread. And your number is... Two. Oh, man. But people have one from two. Yeah. And don't forget, there'll be two. There'll be two rumbles. So you're number two in the men and the women's. Laquan Vanderpool Higgins. What went wrong for Bobby Roode in WWE? That's an interesting question because he was like mega over. Yeah, I think just it's just like what they do with everybody. They they wait till they think there's something, and then nope, not happening. Mm-hmm. Headless critic wants a number. All right. Well, this one is Laquan Vanderpool Laquan. Higgins. Okay. 
Here is your number 21, Laquan. It's like the light kind of brights it out. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to pick out for Headless Critic. 25. A lot of 20s here. Jeez, the the, the early uh, people who showed up earlier are getting the good numbers. I know. Was there anybody I missed so far in the chat that wanted a number? I don't see anybody. Let's see. Tyler. Okay. You gave Tazo a number already, all right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Owl, will Incher try to get Jack's Mon to exchange phone sex for a Royal Rumble number this year? <laughs> I see him giving those, those come hither looks. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, Al Ulb. So, Brenda. 13. You want a number? Al Ulb. Lucky 13 for Al Ulb. 13. Jonathan Jackson wants a number. He posted this on the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bam. 28. Damn. Jeez. You. People are getting the good numbers. Yeah. Jonathan Jackson, you are 28 in both of the Royal Rumbles. Yeah, men and the women's. Mm -hmm. Tyler Stevens already got a number, but uh, he wants to know... Uh, who else will be the surprise entrance this year? It's a good question. Mm. Hmm. CM Punk, maybe. CM Punk, that would be pretty sweet. I mean, I was surprised to see him show up and do the uh, the Fox show, so who knows? Could be Rick a big Flair. surprise. Rick Flair. Woo! Woo! He turned on his daughter at the last pay-per-view. Yeah, that seems... They, they, they didn't even the continue on, a, on air character as a, a manager for Lacey Von Eric. Uh, Lacey, uh, whatever her name is. Lay, Lacey Evans. Yeah. But the, she's, like, making it all sexual where she's, like, flirting with him. So you want to see, like, like, this young woman with the old man? I mean, good for him, but it doesn't... No, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems... Yeah. John Barker, since everyone is getting a documentary in WWE, will we get the eight-part Raw Underground Rise and Fall? Does a Hulkster have the red, white, and COVID running through his veins? Thanks to Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, Drew McIntyre tested COVID. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Dang. And he was going to take on uh, – Go was he taking on Goldberg at the Royal Rumble? Yeah. So that, I don't know if that's happening. Jeez, what's with Goldberg matches? They're always getting changed. Yeah. So John Barker's number. Oh. Number, number one. one. Number one. I put a little thing around that one. I also did something around number 30. John Barker. Uh, Dobbs Dean Maya, the COVID shot is available where I am. Should I go get the prick or should I wait a little? What would you do? 
if you're in the age bracket where they'll you can get it, I, I would say get it. I would too. You'll be yeah. free to travel and stuff. I've I've had it offered to me through work, and I plan on getting it as soon as it's offered to me. Just gotta wait for the appointment. What we got here? I can't see it. Can't see it. Oh, there we go. Eight. I seen it eight for a eight. second. Yeah. Dobbs with number eight. Anybody else in the uh, chat wanting one yet? No. Haven't seen anybody. Okay. Uh, Dobbs also says, hey, Intra, can you get Daddy Biceps on the line to give Jack a scolding for walking the tracks? I'll have to see if he'll be up for that. So. Hey, Jack, can you tell us the shit jokes Tazo wrote in at the year-end ballots? If not, just Facebook message me. I'll Facebook message you. They're all like Pizza Gates, though. Dobbs Dean Maya, what are some of the things that we do or say these days that you could see being bad, frowned upon, or even illegal in the future? Everything mm. on the show. Yeah, we probably... I, I bet some of the stuff back in the day would definitely get us like kicked off the internets. Especially yep. stuff interested. Me? No. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, Sean Green wants a number. And he says, hopefully James Ellsworth does not come out. I kind of doubt that's going to be happening. We got number four. Sorry. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Four. Sean Green. It's hard to get the camera to focus on those. I know. I'm going to pick one for my mom. She wanted a number, okay? Wait a minute. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what do we got? 12? Oh. She's got 12. That don't sound very good. No, sorry, Brenda. And uh, we'll pick one for each of us, but after everyone else has a number, you know, so we teamed up with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All right. So um, that's it for those. Uh, but there are other questions, but they're in the other thread, so apparently they don't want a number. I don't know. So here we go. Can we get We'll give them a number. What do you think? Yeah, I would say they were just confused. They didn't know like that was a stipulation. Laquan, he already had one, but uh, why X-Pac turned... Yeah, so if you don't realize this, X-Pac, they offered him a Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. uh, which would make him the first time three-time Hall of Famer for being in with DX and NWO. Then they, he'd be in as a singles. He turned yeah. it down. Um, I think he sees himself as not worthy as being the first three-time guy. One, two, three, kid. Yeah. I, I say he deserves it. Yeah. I just saw he's uh, cured of um, hep C and wants to make a comeback, which I think uh, I would love to see it. Yeah, I'd be all for that. I think, I think he, he should take it. He's being too humble. I agree. Uh, what happened to tall guys in wrestling? Tall guys in wrestling? They just don't make them as tall anymore, I guess. They don't, they don't uh, pursue wrestling, I guess. 
Yeah, they want to be basketball players. I think um, in a real answer, though, I think the rise of uh, there's definitely more flips and bumps in wrestling. And mm. if you're a very tall guy, you you tend to have bad knees. Yeah. And, uh, if you add that to the mix, you're you're probably prone to be to break down easily. Oh, Almas, he's the tall guy in wrestling. Yeah, and Brody Lee was tall guy. I mean, there's mm-hmm. some, but it's not as many. I, as a person, you know, I thought about this, and I've looked over like my uh, history of like wrestling. The fit guys are like, um, like I like I like a lot of big guys like Vader and, but um, a lot of my favorites weren't really big guys. Yeah, just being a big guy doesn't like do much for me. Make you the best, yeah. Is Steven Butler ready to predict the Royal Rumble winners? Smoking possibly, but he went to sleep. Passed out. Steven Butler, what was is the best use of fire that you're man, he's all about the fire. What was the best use of fire in wrestling? Best I'll just use say Kane's of fire. entrances. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um hmm, best use of fire. The fireball when Hogan threw it at the warrior. <laughs> No, probably like back in the days when they would do it in Memphis. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. The Sheik, the original Sheik, but I mean, that's way mm. before my day. But. So Stephen and Butler, whoa. Bam, what we got 29. here? 29, Stephen Butler. Damn. Toronto Stevie with the good number. All right, John Garabedi and the Songman. Who would Neil Jones love to debut as a guest to interview on In Your Head in a new year for him to cheer for male and female to talk their pro wrestling career? He'd love to hear from his ear. <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes would be a great interview, I think. There you go, Songman, Cody Rhodes. Do you have uh, so- someone you'd like to hear on the show? Um. Oh, yeah, I would like to hear from uh, Tony Khan. That would be a good one. Tony Siobhan, mm. he'd probably do it. Uh, song Man. What oh, we got here? Seven. Uh, let's see. What was it? Number seven. Oh, seven? Yeah. yeah. I know it's hard to see because of the lighting. It's... Song Man. Uh, Margarita Franco, do you think WWE is missing out by not having any Mexican born lady wrestlers? Um, I, guess I personally they think as if, you know, if they're good, mm-hmm. well, Thunder Rose is good, so but no, they, yeah, but it's not in WWE, they don't have her, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, marketing thing, they say that that's a big, uh, a big market, you know, Latinos, so. Mm-hmm. Margarita. We got 18. Is that 18? Yep. Margarita Franco. I believe that's a uh a, a friend of uh of Songman's. Ah, that, excellent. Uh, he turned on to the show. Tyler Stevens, what other crimes has Lexar committed? I think uh tune in for the rest of the season. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. He may confess to something else. Tyler Stevens. When do we turn our back on Lexar, though? When would it have to be so bad? Maybe like child molestation. Yeah, there's that. We can't have anything to do with you, Lexar. Great. The other stuff was funny, but not this stuff. 
Uh, is Lexar the party Marty Janetti of the Hediverse? I gotta be honest. I don't really like the Marty Janetti segments. I prefer Tony Atlas over Marty. I'm not a. Uh, I haven't watched shows, but I'm just not a figured. Yeah. I prefer the Tony Atlas shows. He seems think, more genuine in a way. Yeah, Genetti, I don't really believe anything he says. Yeah, I, I don't think he's telling the truth. I don't know if he knows if he's telling the truth or not, but I don't think he is. Uh, Owl, did Intra have fun at the Capitol building? No, I didn't go there. Good Lord. Tyler. You didn't see no videos of me, did you? Yelling my name and saying, I'm in the Capitol building. <laughs> I'm the power go by. So that good to the guy, the, the, the West Virginia dude, he said his name and everything. And he was he like, was, he was live, like streaming it. Oh my God. And he's like a delegate or something. Oh my God. He wasn't the only elected official there either. I saw, I guess, one of the people was like a former gold medalist and something. A former gold medalist? Yeah. My goodness. Tyler Stevens. What is Randy Orton going to do to Triple H? Throw him in the Chattahoochee River with Marty? It's possible. Way down yonder in the Chattahoochee. It, it gets, gets hotter, hotter than a hoochie-coochie. Is hoochie-coochie like... Does that mean the VJJ? What, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> A dirty song. What a dirty song. Neil Callahan. Who is that? Randy Allen or Randy Travis or Randy who? Allen? Yeah, Randy Travis. I think <laughs> they oh. need to. They need to stop having such a dirty mouth. Do you do you agree with Cody's assessment that AEW first year was an A? I, mean, I don't know. It made me yeah. wrestling fan, so why not? Yeah, I'd say it's an A. So does Nikhil get a number now? Yeah, he's got more questions, but yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I was oh! trying to cut him short. Uh oh, is that the big one? It's the big one. Oh, if it would only focus. <laughs> Come on, it's 30. It's got to focus. There we go. Okay, it's upside down, but I see it. Yeah. Maybe that's what you need to do. Hold your hand over it. Yeah, 30. I see boom, it. Boom, boom. It has like a Slimer on it or something. Yeah. Damn, Nikhil. Nikhil pulled out the good number. Oh, damn, Nikhil. He deserved it with all these questions. It was Grandmaster Sexy's birthday yesterday. Any fun wrestling memories of him? Um, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the tag team. And it is uh, sad that he's uh, no longer with us. Yeah. Yeah, Grandmaster Sexy. His uh the king was at his um his grave. Oh was I hate to say anything derogatory, but like he took a picture at his son's grave, which is very sad and depressing. But he's wearing Zubaz Brown shirt uh pants. Well the say. Browns are doing good this year. Yeah, so. but Zubaz pants at like your son's grave. Well, maybe Brian's a, a Browns fan and he wanted to tell him how good the Browns was doing. Maybe he also like Zubaz. Yeah. Who will win, Darby Allen or Brian Cage? Uh, I hope Darby Allen. Uh, I'd say Darby Allen, yeah. Do you agree Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega was a five-star match according to Meltzer? Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. It was a good one. 
Thoughts on Jericho donating $40,000 and the McMahon's $20 million to the Trump? Hmm. I think we should leave our opinions. It's, it's who he backs. I mean, that's who he's for. He has the right to. $20 million is quite a bit. That is a, that is a lot of money. Uh, it is a shocking amount that he would donate it to Trump, but, I mean, that's, that's who he supports. So That is his right as an American to do. Are you upset on Rod? Drew Gulag was not given a spot in the Royal Rumble match. I just said that's his right as an American to do, but he's not an American. <laughs> he's, he's Canadian. I guess he's, he's, he's dual citizenship, isn't he? Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. He might have been born. I'm not sure. Yeah. Are you upset? That's the question. I'm Are sorry. Are you upset about Drew Gulag not given his Royal Rumble spot match? No. No. Like, would I be excited if number 13 and, like, the outcome Drew Gulag? Can they fill a Royal Rumble, though, without Drew Gulag? I mean... Can they fill a Royal Rumble during COVID? Here's my, here's my prediction. Yeah, that's true, too. They probably shouldn't have, like, 30 people in the ring at one time. Drew Gulak will be in the Royal Rumble. Oh, damn. By hell or high water, Drew mm-hmm. Gulak, Gulash will make Trevor Gulash will get there. And then another thing to note is this is like one of the first Royal Rumbles where we know Pat Patterson is not going to be involved. That's really sad. That's kind of sad. Do you agree with Eric Young that the production in Impact Wrestling is currently the best? It does look good. It Just looks they good. Better. They need a crowd. Yeah. They what was your? About that. It was weird. I saw uh, like a, a highlight of an old match on Impact, and it was um, Team 3D versus um, Hall and Nash from a pay per view. And I don't remember like them having this giant crowd. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Like they had they they show these old matches, and you're like, I totally don't remember this happening, <laughs> but I know I was watching it at the time. Yeah, because I was like, first of all, like that is pretty cool that the Outsiders wrestled the the Dudley Boys. Yeah. And, and then, but it was like this giant, it seemed like an arena. I was like, when did they ever have this giant crowd? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. What was your favorite ever TNA Lethal Lockdown match? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I like them all. <laughs> what is better do you prefer better call Saul or breaking bad i i i'm gonna say i like breaking bad better but better call it's, Saul's right up there i think it's fantastic yeah it's hard to call because i mean they're both really good shows um geez it's i, I i've seen all of breaking bad so i'll say uh, breaking bad we don't know what the last season of better call right. Saul. I finished Cobra Kai, and I'm not exactly thrilled with the the finish of Cobra Kai season three. So, um, so you you don't know uh, the jury's still out on Better Call Saul. So, but I love Better Call Saul. That's like oh yeah, I love my it top show. That's like being played. I hear the next season is going to be the last season. So, don't know when they'll get it filmed and everything and put it on TV, but hopefully soon. And uh, can I get a number? He did get it. I gave, yeah, he's got number 30. If actors get vaccinated and everybody with the production and everything, can they go back to filming? I would think so. Like, ever, you know, get a vaccine. Yeah, I would think so. Get back, get back to work, make us some entertainment while we're the Grim Reapers chasing us around. Stuff, so. mm-hmm. 
I have uh, friends who are filming like independent movies. Yeah. I don't know how smart that is, but I mean, I also understand that people can't just be penniless. Mm-hmm. All right. Ah, let's see here. All right. So uh, we're going to give a number to Inch and I, and then if more people call in, then we have numbers next week. Uh, we'll double up with them. Can we choose to give away our number? Well, we'll team up with them. Okay. So, Incher, I'm going to pick yours first. What do I got? 27? I don't know. I feel like that's 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 like kind of cheating that I have 27, but I guess... You want to put I, it back in? No, nah, that's my number. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to probably get like something horrible, like three or something. This is nine. Nine. Fuck. Nine. Fuck. All right. So we still have uh, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen numbers. We'll pick those next week. You can zoom in or we'll put up another uh, question thing. Um, if you're a non um, Facebook, uh, non social media guy and you're watching or listening to this, Email uh, Jack. Uh, email iyhwrestling at gmail dot com. Uh, that you want to you want a Royal Rumble number and a question or comment that we can read on the show, and uh, we'll do that. I'm just seeing if anyone sent anything here. Don't believe so. So, uh. How do you think the headies get went this year, Jack? I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it myself. Like you say, I think we're in agreement with each other a lot this year, probably more so than years past. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I th- uh, we enjoyed wrestling. Did we? I enjoyed, we enjoyed one company. We enjoyed the AEW stuff. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the uh, stuff on WWE as well. I, I mean, but... It's hard for me to like go out of my way to watch like Ring of Honor and and uh, t- Impact. I, I want to try to get into Impact. I f- I'm paying for it. I should watch it. So I did watch it a little bit when I was riding my bike the other day. So my exercise bike. So that's good. Oh yeah, you're not like riding around town looking. No, at- I was just like, <laughs> someone gave me hell for. Uh- like you gotta read a book. Don't listen to audio book. And I was like, well, I can't walk around town like reading a book. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But I like the audio books anyway. I might just throw into the mix riding my bike down the tracks. You never know. Do it up. Don't be such a bitch. <laughs> it's illegal, Jack. And my what? dad's gonna set you straight. So right now I got these on red. Mm-hmm. That's look at that green. green. What, do you, what else you got here? That one not cooperating. Hmm. That one's not too bright. Hmm. The other one's not too, This one went up. Hmm. Green's not too bright. Oh, I think I hit the wrong thing. There we go. 
Are they all changing at once? They should. Blue. That one's pretty nice. We got like a teal. Purple. Then you can do like there's a you could do twelve different. Then you can do this, and then it just keeps flipping around. There you go. Yeah. Oh boy. Give people like you know draws their attention. You know. Exactly. I don't think I don't think two of these are working. I got water in here. Fizzolis. They don't. They don't serve Sprite Zero anymore. What the fuck's Fizzolis? It's Italian food, like a fast food Italian place. Hmm. I'd take it over Olive Garden. I know people think I'm, I know people say, you know, no Olive, Garden. Thinks Olive Garden's like this great restaurant. Some people do, but Fazoli's, I would take Fazoli's over Olive Garden. Right. And probably people don't think much of Fazoli's either, but I like Fazoli's. Pasta Fazoli. All right. Their breadsticks are good. And they're also unlimited. No, really? Can you just go in there and just bring me fucking breadsticks? I don't think you can do I'll that. I'll order I a cup. Gotta buy stuff. I got to pee now. <laughs> no wonder. You drank like... The... Did you order water? Yeah, because they didn't have Sprite Zero. So, what am I going to do, you know? I like beverages to be zero calories so I can save my the rest for food. Oh, yeah. Soda is way too loaded with calories and sugar. I don't be drinking mm. that shit. Headless Critic says it's a Kentucky-based franchise. Is it? I like Fizzolis. So I didn't know it's Kentucky-based. Golgo says Anderson Cooper does not like the Olive Garden. Who gives a fuck? Anderson Cooper, eh? But does he like Fazoli's? He may be a Fazoli's person. That's the only two Italian restaurants you can go to. <laughs> the one that was made in Kentucky and <laughs> and in the Olive Garden that's owned by Bob Evans. He didn't, uh, Todd, what, what's his name? Or Jason. Olive Garden owns Bob Evans. I think it's the other way around. I think they bought Bob Evans. They bought, they bought Brutal Bob? No, so, not that Bob Evans. Oh. Like, the rest it's like when when uh when they sold Hercules Hernandez mm -hmm. Bobby Heenan Texas Roadhouse is also Kentucky based that Jason says man what you a false not. advertising yeah <laughs> they're gonna call themselves Texas Roadhouse why not be Kentucky Roadhouse if they're exactly. from Kentucky I mean have some pride in your Jason, own state Jason didn't take me there when I was in in uh Texas? In Kentucky, he didn't take me to any of these Kentucky-based places. Yeah. That's like, great, Jack. Take me to Fazoli's. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to let intro go, wee-wee. Uh -huh. I had a good time. Hedy's was great. Bye, bye Thanks for calling in. We'll see you next week. Oh, uh, Forestdale Custodians is in here. We're going to give them a number. <laughs> 
Come on now. What number? Forrest you ain't got no numbers. Oh, he did just come in. Oh, he's got number three. The Forestdale Custodians. Which is the flea. Oh, okay, okay. You get number three. All righty. I got to go. All right. Good night, folks. We'll see you next week. Interest going beep Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink, and he could fight. Drink, 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 and a fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre was great. He was not bad. A great big heart and a great big man. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink. He could fight, drink, 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 and fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giants from Grenoble, France.